Blog Talk Radio. Giants yeah. being a half game out of first place. 
you know, Jets being 0 and 9. Thank God we can talk about the Jets being 0 and 10 now. Yeah, so we didn't miss much there. You know, and here's the great thing with this. It's, all right, so we missed last week. But it's funny, like, when you brought up, like, oh, what are we talking about tonight? I'm going, oh, fuck, I still have the shit from last week that we could still talk about. Because some of it is still relevant. And, you know, there's still shit that you can talk about here. Um, You know, here's how I want to start. Tonight, and it wasn't like one of the things from last week because obviously this happened yesterday. But are we all now of the opinion that maybe Tampa Bay is not going to work? So, without you sending me any type of information about how you wanted to talk today, how did I know that was going to be a number one topic? <laughs> you know, yeah. <laughs> all, all you know, on Facebook, the, the millions of texts from last night. Um, yeah, well, that's kind of. Yeah. I gave you. I gave you the show tonight. Um, last night. Um, yeah. Uh, but here's the way I look yeah. at this: like, you've now watched him on primetime a bunch, and yeah. you know, I've heard players from the NFL say, you know, you know, Pat McAfee talks about this all the time with with the White Freeney. Big-time players make big-time plays in big-time games. We know Tom Brady is a big-time player. We that That's not even, like, up for debate. Um, the rest of the team around him is not ready for big-time playing yet. Well, you know, it's funny. Like, you look at big-time receiver Mike Evans. You look at – you know, we talked about this a couple shows ago, and I think you're starting to see it right now where you just have too many options, I think. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think uh, Tom Brady, when he was running the Patriots, his most accomplished receiver, let's be straight out and honest, was Randy Moss. That was his most accomplished receiver. Walker was made. Uh, Edelman made. Yeah. Uh, yep. so, so all these guys have to kind of fall in line with, you know, what Tom says. Now, you go to uh, Tampa Bay, he already has established great receivers, right? Now you add in Antonio Brown, and it looks like he's force-feeding Brown to get him happy, get him acclimated. Yeah. And I, I don't know, like, I, I see – the beauty of Tom Brady in New England, and you know beyond anybody else, was anybody could be the star at any given time, right? Yeah. You definitely. know, any, any, receiver, 100%. any receiver could have that great game. Um, it was all matchup and I think Right. And I think everybody kind of fell in line with that. I think over here in Tampa Bay, I don't think it's like that. You know, Evans wants his touches. Godwin wants his touches. Brown wants it. It's more of a selfish, you know, and, and I'm just looking at this from the outside, and I think it's, it's a selfish kind of uh, establish, uh, establishment. And, you know, is that a byproduct of Bruce Arians and his culture? Because his culture is to let their inmates run the asylum. 
Am I right or wrong on that? You're starting to realize so, that. And, and I think it's partially him. Yeah. You know, I, I, I don't know. It was funny. We were talking about it the other night when we did the Saturday night show. And I and I basically we were just you know we were picking games and whatever and I said you know what's what's the over under on how many times Bruce Arians says something fucking stupid about Tom Brady this week and, and it wasn't because I don't think Bruce Arians is a good football coach I just think like well goddamn it it's not my fucking system that's not working like you know like I, the great thing about Brady in the Patriot system. Was yes, you fell in line. Players fell in line. Yes, but the other thing that happened in New England was that not only did players fall in line, but players knew their role. Right. And you know, Belichick had you know Josh McDaniels, who is. You know, one of the best OCs in, in football. And that's why, you know, they work so hard to keep him instead of letting him go to Indianapolis. You know, and Brady had worked with Charlie Weiss, Josh, Bill O'Brien, Josh McDaniels. So the system never changed because Josh was from that system. Josh grew up in that can, system. Can we also be honest here and say every quarterback is a system's quarterback? Every, every, quarterback, every quarterback. No, that's not even a doubt in my mind anymore. Right. And you know who because actually worked great in Arian's system? It's actually a quarterback like Eli Manning. You know, good arm, loves to take the shots downfield. Remember, when he was good with the Giants, Tom Coughlin opened up that playbook. And that's why nobody yeah. cared about the interceptions. And they really didn't because they were taking the shots down the field. Yeah. Eli Manning would be great. Well, not Eli Manning now. Tired Eli would, you know, fat gut Eli. But Eli, like two years ago, I think is a perfect fit for this team. Uh, Philip Rivers would probably be a great fit on this team. Um, Brady is that precision, you know, one, two, three, let that ball go. Because you already know where you're going to go. Like, he mm-hmm. is able to automatically make the calls because he's been in the system for so long. He sees yeah. the defense, makes that call, changes the play to what he wants it, and it's a one, two, three, bang, and it's out of his hands, like almost like a Marino in terms of relief. Yeah. Um, so that's not what Arians like to do. Arians like to throw the ball down the field. So you want him to hold on to the ball. Remember, he wants to get rid of the ball quickly. Now you ask him to hold on to the ball to allow the receivers, which are great receivers, to get open and win their matchup. Yeah. And that's not, you know, I, I think that that's constant, not to say that Tom can't do it, and obviously he has success at doing it. It's just not, I don't think it's not his cup of tea. And, you know, it's, like I said, it's more suited. For, you know, a Ben Roethlisberger would be great in Tampa Bay, and he was and he was great in a Bruce Arians system. He, he was great yes, with he was. Him with Pittsburgh. Does this Ben right. now have that system? No, I, like I don't think that system works anymore in the NFL. Because because and here's why I say this: 
you have so many so many better athletes today on the defensive side of the football. Like I look at, you know, like Jalen Ramsey last night at a hell of a game. Is he a pain in the dick? Absolutely. But did he have a great game last night? Yeah, he did. And and I look at that and I say, Brady's beat this guy before. Brady kind of knows this guy. You know, Brady knows this system. Why would you just say, well, fuck it, we're going to run our system. Be goddamned if he's the quarterback. You know, it's it's a fun question. You know, it really is. And I know you were tossing it around uh, the other day as well with the grass not always being greener on the other side. Yeah. And it, it you know what? I, I wanted to respond to you the other day, but, you know, I, I'll sleep and when I, you know, I woke up at like 2 o'clock in the morning to go pee and I saw it. But, uh, yeah. you know, when I... <laughs> I didn't want to. I didn't want to have a conversation at two o'clock in the morning, so I, I just let it go. But, I don't. Uh, I don't disagree with that either. I'm getting we didn't, but we we figured we'd be doing this show anyway. Because I said it last night. I said it during the game. He's real. I think he's realizing the grass wasn't greener. Yeah, but honestly, let's be as honest as possible right now. Yeah. Is New England seven and three with Brady instead of Cam and uh, the boys? Yes. I, I, no, I think they're still like five and five at, at best. No, because no, I still, I still, I, here, I don't think here's they, why I, they have, you know, all this is that, why I uh, think that. Okay. This is why I think that. Let's just take Sunday, for instance. Did they lose that game Sunday with Tom Brady? Did they lose that Denver game with Tom Brady? Nope. I, I, you know, I can't say yes or no. And the I reason can. why I can't say yes or no, and listen, I have the utmost respect for Tom Brady. I think he's, you know, definitely, you know, top two or three quarterbacks to ever play the game. Mm-hmm. Um, but I look at New England. I look at that offense. I think you can bring Andrew Luck. You get get him out of retirement to play, and he's not doing any, anything with that team. I look at, you know, it's there's no talent on that offensive uh, side, and then all the defensive talent, you know, opted out for COVID, with the exception of Gilmore. Well, and the McCordys. But right. what I'm saying is, if you look at the game in general. The games that they've lost this year, and just look at the games they've lost. Did they lose to Seattle? No. Because the difference is is that Tom doesn't make the big mistake in that offense. Okay, so you say that, but but then let's look back at what he's done in Tampa Bay, which was a game where, you know, it's fourth down, really? That was fourth down? Uh, You know – I don't know. But here's the question. Is, are they in that position? But then I, I bring – so I counter that. I counter your point with this. 
are they in that position against Chicago? Yes. I, I don't I don't see this team and I don't see and I'm not trying I got tons of oodles respect for Belichick. I love yeah. Belichick. I am not a New England fan, but I you know I love him. He's a giant. He'll always be a giant. I love the guy. You know, he was responsible for creating four of my greatest moments in football history. Two for us and two against us. You know, yeah. so he 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 gave me four Super Bowl championships. With that mm-hmm. being said, you know, his team is depleted. His team But it's still the master. Yeah, but But it's but but here's the difference. See see last year last year the I think offense, it's was terrible. Offense really wasn't but it wasn't as far off as it is this year with Cam. So let's say you keep Brady and that offense was bad last year. You put them into this year's situation and now last year's number one defense is not the number one defense anymore. It's not even top half, is it? No. No. So now, you know, the defense was the reason that they were winning last year. It wasn't Tom Terrific. You know, it was the defense. No. Now the defense is is substantially weakened, and you're bringing back not even the same offense because you lost even weapons on the offense. I think the offense has, take, has taken a major step backwards. Yes. So, but I, here's the way I look. But but let me counter this point. With, five six, I'll, I'll counter your point though. Yeah, if there's, I'll go. I'll take that. But you know what? But like, here's the thing. I'll counter that argument with this argument. That's another year in the system with with Nikhil Harry. That's another year in the system for Jacoby Myers. Do you think Jules is going for knee surgery if Tom's there? I I, I think not. However, okay. You know, so I, I don't and, know. And just look at it. But but look at it this way: Is Tom Brady fumbling in the fourth quarter? Well, yeah, you could say he could. He possibly could have. But it, it's just – is the game plan different with Tom in New England? I, and, like, I, and it's really – and for me, it's really hard to say, like, well, they'd be different with Tom and without Tom because the, the roster construction this year is completely different. You know, the, the, the way they constructed the roster this year, because of Tom's number that's on the books, that's – you know, if Tom comes back and takes 25, he's not a $35 million cap hit this year. Right? So maybe, maybe you get your you have the ability to sign somebody else as a wide receiver. You know, like they're playing in Let's let's face it. Tom wasn't going back to New England because Tom wanted Antonio Brown. Right. Right. So Tom and, was going to go anywhere he that, could. That's amazing. Together. That's amazing that you're going to go anywhere he wants. Antonio Brown. And, and, and Gronk. Just don't tell me. 
you can't tell me that you don't think that this whole thing between Tom and Gronk was worked out. I know you want to do this, but hey, I'm going to be here next year. I'll make sure I get you wherever I am. Okay. Like a fucking puppy. Right? <laughs> In all seriousness, like a fucking puppy. Gronk was like, okay, Tom. I'll go it's, wherever uh, you go. He's George of of Mice and Men. Tell yeah. me the story again, Tom. Yeah. Well, so, in that respect, is it hard to say that, you know, you know that there's, there's dead cap space that they're dealing with because of him, dead cap space they're dealing with because of fucking Antonio Brown? Because if you really think about it, yeah, that, first, that top-rate defense, until Josh Gordon fucked again for drugs, for, before Antonio Brown went down the shitter, so it's it possible. Oh, they'd be different. Last year's team was all this. No, it was because fuck it, they were really good. They had a lot of fucking talent on that offense. Now you hitched your wagons to um, Josh Gordon, who didn't pan out in the end. You know, you you, you ditched your your you um you know, you hitched your wagons to you know Antonio Brown didn't work out. I mean, look, you got dead cap money this year. Antonio Brown's four and a half. Michael Bennett's two million. So they have a lot of dead cap space on the fucking team, which all of it comes off. So in that respect, you know, if you have – who's a better quarterback for – Cam Newton. Again, they got Cam. They had no salary, and they had to bring in somebody cheap. It happened. That those are facts. You know, right. the, the Listen, rest I, of the world I, doesn't want to hear it. I think you know Cam has done a good job. I think he has done a job in terms of rebuilding his value. Not that he's going to resign with New England next year. Um, it might happen. It might not. I don't think there's a chance of that. Uh, yeah. Well, you don't like. Uh, <laughs> come on, he had his little German schnitzel outfit last week. I think. Uh, no, I did not. Belichick no, because it. I think like. See, to me, I think that shit. Look, Deion Sanders used to say this when he used to do game day prime. Man, that's an outfit that you're gonna wear when you know you're gonna win the game. Yeah. And when you don't win, you look foolish. Well, you look foolish now. You you look you look foolish showing up like the fucking yodeling guy from fucking Price is Right. He looks foolish, <laughs> right? Like to me, that was an amazing it's, outfit. I, I wish I could have had the ball to uh, wear that. <laughs> Excuse me. The rest of the world wishes they had the balls to wear that outfit, but they don't because they, they fucking they're they're grown ups. 
you know, so I, I look at this whole thing with New England, and to me, at this point, the Patriots just needed they need this year. And at this point, I think you go to Jared Stidham for the rest of the year. I think you see what you have. I get that can't I get the whole thing with Cam Noon. But like we're sitting here, like last week we would have talked about, oh shit, maybe the Patriots are back. Maybe they beat you know, they beat a good Baltimore team. Does Baltimore look good anymore? No. No. So you beat a team that, that you weren't even – that it wasn't even like you're sitting here going, oh, man, you know, like Baltimore is so much better than you. Last year they were. This year they're not. So you beat a Baltimore team on a stormy night in Foxborough. Right? And – like, you barely beat the Jets. Can I ask you a quick question before you continue? Yeah. I want I want your assessment on this question I'm going to ask you. Because you kind of, mm-hmm. like, hit – we just kind of hitting on Baltimore real quick. Have you ever seen it without an injury where you had the MVP probably not even make a Pro Bowl the next year? Because can you see Lamar Jackson making the Pro Bowl this year? No, I didn't think when I I, I kind of look at it this way. He took the league by storm last year, but he had the most work to do. Look, if Patrick Mahomes doesn't get hurt last year and miss a bunch of games, does he win the MVP? Well, his trajectory, the way he was, it, if you put the average Mahomes game end to the games that he missed, I don't think it's even a question that he two years in a row. Okay, so is Lamar Jackson a true MVP or was he an MVP because he played the whole season? He played the whole season. If the Patriots, let's say the Patriots finish a 14 and 2, everybody looks at the team and goes, man, that wasn't a good fucking Patriot team. Tom Brady held them together. With glue and fucking chewing gum and fucking popsicle sticks, right? Like, well, <laughs> I'm sorry. What was your quote that you, that you just said about winners? Which Re- repeat your what quote. Do you mean? Well, you were talking um, about Tom Brady. At, that winners know how to win. Right. So let's use that. Winners win regardless. And, ha- and has Lamar-, Lamar actually won anything? No. Because if you look at his postseason, no. You know the no. one year, the one year what he had like a two for fourteen or whatever that, that atrocity was and lost. And then last year, mm-hmm. they they got manhandled by t- Tennessee. Yeah. Yeah. So. And, and, and look, and here's where that you know what you know when that preface prefaced itself. That prefaced itself in the pregame. I know we're talking about that way. Going, we'll move on. No, now we're in the Baltimore. Keep up. That prefaced itself pregame when the Tennessee Titans go out 
and they start dancing on the Ravens symbol at, at midfield. Oh, they have balls. Right? They had balls. There's a team with balls. Who didn't even fu- – do you think if Ray Lewis or Terrell Suggs are still on the Ravens, you even fuck it. E.D. Reed, Reed, boy, best safety you ever seen, boy. You think they even fucking think to do that? No. No. John Harbaugh Yo, is a fucking the only fraud. person. He's, He's a fucking fraud. Right? Like, he he has had some of the most talent and not one. He's a fucking fraud. And then he goes out oh, he's there. And he's, he's a Harbaugh. Yeah, that's right. He's a Harbaugh. Right. He's a right. Like I said, he's a fraud. The fucking Harbaugh is a fraud. Harbaugh. <laughs> and you know that you know when we're done with this segment, we're going to be talking about his brother. You know that, right? Well, we're talking about both of them. I'll, I'll get an answer too. All right, because I'm telling you right now, Jim Harbaugh will be the next head coach of the New York Jets. Mm. I'm telling you right now, he will be the next head coach. That is the most Jetsiest thing to happen. I guarantee Mm. it. I don't think so. Because, listen, the enemy is not going to come here. I think he's going to have his choice of jobs. And why would you come to the New York Jets? The enemy goes to whoever gets the number one overall pick. He's not going to go to the Jets if the Jets get number one. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you right now. The way this team, this team is not set up for long-term success. And when I say that, I don't mean draft picks and cap space. That's not what I'm meaning. The way they have their organization structured. I, know, look, I, I don't think – I'll tell you right now. I, I, I don't even think you're even in the ballpark on, on why the enemy is not coming to the Jets. I don't think the enemy is not coming to the Jets because I don't think the Jets are firing Adam Gase. Oof, don't, don't say that. You, you will give every uh, Jet fan a heart attack right now. Fuck them. Thanksgiving, dude, Thanksgiving no, I don't think they're firing Adam Gase. Be nice. And, and here's why I don't think they're firing Adam Gase. The GM okay. and him are a package. They like the GM. The GM likes the coach. Okay? You really have a first-year GM who's run one draft there. But you cannot – Cannot you? You up. cannot if fire him own, again. If if you no, go zero sixteen, this guy is six and and twenty six in two years. Yeah, I the don't one, think you fire him not, this year. I don't think I I the, the major. In not, all honesty, uh, at at this point, I don't think it's fair to fire any coach. That. All right, Gase has been there. This is his second year with the Jets, right? Yeah. I don't think it's I don't think it's fair to any coach that you're going to fire a guy off of this year. If you wanted to fire Gase last year, you should have fired him after last year, but you weren't going to do it because you didn't want to pay him. 
You're not going to fire Gase this year because I don't think it's fair to I don't think it's fair to him. And I tell you right now, if you fire him this year, you ain't getting anybody to coach that fucking football team that's worth a shit. Which okay. is why. Jim which is Harbaugh. why he's not going to get fired. Which is why he's Jim not going to get fired. Is, no, 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 no. He, here's why Jim Harbaugh is getting fired from Michigan. Jim Harbaugh is getting fired from Michigan because he has never beat Ohio State. Look at his record in big games. He's only been in Penn State at Michigan. He only wins games at home. He's 0 for against Michigan State. That fucking Rutgers game the other night was a fucking embarrassment. Here's how you get fired in college. The boosters tell the fucking school, fire him or I'm not cutting the check. And they're so shit scared of not getting that check that they go, fuck it, we got to fire this guy. That's how it works in college. Jim Harbaugh is not wanted by NFL teams. You can say that. Look, you can. But that that wasn't really true because the the Jets were coveting him right before they they, they signed Gates. They coveted him right before they went Gates. But he wanted wanted Michigan. Right. So now. Two years later, the situation has changed. Yeah, the, you're, you know what, Angel? You're 100% right. The situation has changed. But here's the thing. He has not developed a quarterback. He had a good two years with Kaepernick. But, he, but you forget that they had a fucking top five defense. Okay. Yeah, everybody makes Jim Harbaugh Har- as a name. And you know that you usually go for names. I, ne- I get that. I understand that. The Jets are name. Name recognition. They got Brett Favre because they wanted to have pictures of Brett Favre in a Jet jersey. The same with the Mets. Willie Mays in, So they get pictures of Willie Mays in a fucking giant and a, jet, and a Mets jersey. Okay, the difference is Harbaugh, when they wanted to bring him in, had really high stock. His stock was really high. They have the same stock anymore. He might not have the same stock, but he has the same name. And the name is, is, he hit it on the head when he talked about Favre. The name is what, you know, because they're not going to want a loser head coach. Because remember, you can say all you want about Michigan, um, but he did a great job in Stanford. Did a great no, he job didn't. in Stanford. He had a great, no, he didn't. He had a great, he had a great couple seasons with Andrew Luck. And some could he some looked, would say that he developed he, luck. He didn't develop luck. He would say he would say he developed luck. Oh, of course he would say it. I would also say that I have a 12-inch dick. I, we all know that's not true. By the way, since he's talked about something massive, I just sent you a picture of the KBO, what you win. It's a giant-ass oh, yeah, so. sword. Yeah, that's insane. <laughs> right? But, like, every every team should get that. Uh... Roman, um, 
Drew McIntyre came to the ring with that the other night. Right, so like, but I I don't see the infatuation with Harbaugh from Jet fans. I don't even think Jet fans want him. This isn't, they dude, did Jet fans watch that game against Rutgers the other night? I think Jet fans will take back Rich Kotite at this point. So, Jim Jet Harbaugh, fans want, never wanted to get rid of Rex. You know, today I was listening to him on. Uh, Jet with, fans uh, would take Martin back Han. Rex tomorrow. And the one thing running through my head was, you know, he should come back. They should. I would love to see Rex. Should have never gotten rid of him. It, it, it'll be like that reunion that, that Shiano had with Rutgers. Bring well, him back. Jet fans yeah. love him. You know, Hi, let, let him come back. Hey, Lou. First, Angel. Yeah, yeah but unfortunately, the reunion with uh, Rutgers isn't going so as planned. They won the opening game. Are you the, kidding? Stop. I'm going to stop you right there. Okay. Are you out of your mind? This team lost by 60 fucking points last year to Michigan. I know. They had Michigan. I'm telling you, there's people in that stadium Saturday night. They win that game. There's people in that stadium. They beat Illinois. They're a three-win team at this point. It's not it's going well. Holy I, shit. I actually think it's, yeah. I, I got to agree. If I said I, to I you right it's... now, which Big Ten team that is underperforming, would you want the trajectory they're on? Rutgers, Michigan, or Penn State? I guarantee you the answer's fucking Rutgers. All three suck Which right coach now. I mean, do you want? Which coach do you want? Do you want Harbaugh, James Franklin, or Greg Schiano? I think Schiano. That's no shit. I fucking Penn State should have fucking signed Schiano years ago. He's a good recruiter. He's a hell of a football coach. Yes. James Franklin's why Penn State's where it is. I wouldn't take it's really easy to win with Saquon Barkley and Trace McSorley. Right. And Miles Sanders. And Miles Sanders. And Mike Gusecki. That team was stacked and loaded. Oh, my yeah. gooey. Really? Just to confirm. Well, you, you know, with the record, I mean, theory thinks you <laughs> They won a Big Ten game for the first time in three years. Yes, but what did they do after that? Nothing. Nothing. They played Ohio State the next week. They covered. They covered. A win's a win. A loss a loss, man. No, it's not. Not when it comes to gambling. Well, if you're a gambler, it's not a story altogether. They got hammered by Indiana. But... The fact that that was a game in the fourth quarter. Yeah. They played Ohio State really tough. Did they have a quarterback? So you have to look at at Rutgers with an arrow going up. Oh my God! <laughs> and if that know, was it, a stock, I'd buy it. Right. Now look, and we're not saying they're ever going to look at it. Look, I'm not They're saying not going to win a national I, championship. 
No. And uh, look, here's the way I look at it. I am okay. not sitting here. But neither tonight. is Harbaugh. Neither is Harbaugh. He was never going to win in Michigan. No, right. He, he brings in a kicker to fucking and sleeps on his bed. And the kid misses fucking every kick he has. He even has. At 9.40 on November 24, 2020, I will say this. I know in my heart of hearts, Rutgers is never going to win a national championship. I get that. No I understand kidding. that. I completely understand that. The, the alumni is not behind that football team. Right? That, that, that's why. But if Rutgers can become Michigan State, Eight wins a year, big, you know, a bowl game, uh, top five. Top, top, fuck. Would you sign up for that as a Rutgers fan? One hundred percent. Hell yeah. As a Rutgers fan, would you sign up for them being Michigan State, being Northwestern? Yeah. Yes. I don't even think that I don't think there's a doubt in your mind when you were sitting there watching those games the last three years under Chris Ash, where you were embarrassed to go to a Rutgers football game. When you couldn't give away Rutgers tickets, when you were buying tickets on StubHub for seven dollars and sitting four rows from the field. You would fuck. You'd sign up for. I, I was getting multiple sets of tickets offered to me the last couple of years, multiple, yeah. and good parking passes. I can't tell you how Make many people party, just were going to games to tailgate. You go into the parking lot, you're like, "Fuck, the parking lot's full, man. We're gonna have a big house today." You look in the stadium, it looks like a goddamn independent baseball game, and you're going, "What the fuck?" <laughs> I think I got it. <laughs> if you're telling me that Rutgers is going to every year go to a bowl game, they're going to be eight and four. They're going to lose to Penn State and Ohio State every year. I take it. Maybe that one year, that one off year, you get Penn State at home and you beat them. Maybe you beat Michigan at home. You're not beating them on the road. That ain't happening. No, no, never. Right, but if you can beat these teams, and you can go eight and four, seven and five, and you can go to a bowl game, and you're not playing in the fucking pinstripe bowl, don't you take that shit? Especially where this program was under Chris Ash. I think you have to take that every day of the week. Every day, twice on Sunday. They should change the, the the monument in the capital for New Jersey to Greg Schiano if they do that. Greg Schiano should have a fucking red stop named after him. If that happens, that team the other night deserved to win. Yes, it didn't did. help that they were playing twelve men on the field the whole game. Or 18 men on the field the entire game. No, they were playing 18 guys on the other team. 
Because if guys wearing black and white, might as well just have them stupid fucking helmets on. Damn it. I, I tweeted it the other night during the game. These officials are keeping Michigan in the game as hard as they can. The P.I. in the end zone on third and 18, give me a fucking break. When you had the, two, the three times Rutgers threw that fucking pass, the kid was getting mugged. And maybe Mug. now you get the kid that was going to Alabama or going to these schools going, fuck, man, I can play here. I can stay home. Them goddamn McCordy twins, they had a good fucking NFL career. Logan Ryan had a great NFL career. Deron Harmon's had a hell of an NFL career. Ray Rice had a hell of an NFL career until the fucking video came out of the Borgata. Uh, yeah, that was and listen, George, George, Ryan Leonard had a hell that, of an NFL career. Yeah, let's add Chris, this, this whole list that, 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 that you're talking about. Sean O'Hara, you know, hell of an NFL career. Guys want to, are probably going to want to stay close to their home now with this whole COVID shit, at least for next year. So now Look that, what that's Greg's another, been able to do. He's made you know, he's kids decommit from schools. Greg yeah. has had kids decommit from big schools to stay here. Rutgers, Greg doesn't have to rebuild the program from the fucking ashes like he did in 2000. Not even pardon the pun. No. Because it was well fucking put in there. You like that, right, Angel? I loved it. He doesn't have to build the program up from ashes because guess what? There's talent there. Their defense is pretty fucking good. Isaiah Pacheco is really fucking good. They need a quarterback. Melton is a and good wide receiver. One. Yeah. They like just said, stuck I, in I think, once from New Jersey. Yeah, you know, I think so. a lot of stuff with the COVID is going to keep people closer to home. So, and, and it makes it harder to recruit. Right. It's hard. What are you going to do? Hundred dollar Venmos. <laughs> oh shit! How do you get thirty thousand dollars in his Venmo? Yeah. Right. So booty smacker twenty nine. <laughs> Trill Hill. Uh, fucking Will Hill. You ever want a good laugh? Read his tweets when he was at Florida. Yeah. Holy shit. Nothing better. Angel, have you ever seen those? No, I have not. Oh, my God. Do you want me to read some of them to you? Because they're, they're just fucking priceless. Like, I know I have them saved on my phone. Uh, it, you know, if, if we are struggling for material, then yeah. Oh, no. The, the, I, think we're go- I think we're going good here. On. Here, ready for this? Go for it. It's 6.36 in the morning here and I hear H-E-R-E, you know, fucking brain surgeon he was, a fucking knock at my door. I'm like, who the fuck, I'm like, who the fuck is this come to find out it's my first fuck of the day? Sour. Um, Blowing on that sour with mommy in the passenger giving me head. Uh... Get a massage okay. from 
getting massaged by a PR chick and a black chick at the same time feels amazing. I'm sure it does. It's funny as hell when a N-word pay a prostitute for sex and she give him the money back. Hashtag red. Oh, God. Morning, America. Oh, Day already starting off. Starting. Uh, crazy chick just offered me some ass if I massage her less left breaths. S-M-H-L-M-S-G-A-O. I need a I need a B word with some I need a B word with some firehead come through suck me off and don't let me and don't let no nut hit the bed straight swallow straight straight swallow chick trying to swallow my kids hey in a multimillion yeah he does fuck jobs than like we made here yeah that kid. Good job, Urban. You did a hell of a job there. Give shit. Good job, Greg, on bringing that kid. Man. So, Louie, who do you think is going to be the QB of the New England Patriots next year? Hmm. That's a good question. I mean, the Patriots are not the same team without Brady, that's for sure. Maybe I give Cam one more I, year. No, I'll be happy. No. No, I think Sam. I think Cam. You know, served his purpose. I, 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 I do agree idea. with George. Where I, I think it's time for Stidham to play for a little bit, see what they got. Can, can I throw my my idea at you? Go ahead. Go for it. It's magic. Ryan Fitzpatrick. Ah. And who? Whoever they draft. Oh, can I throw out a name? That came to me yes. the other night like a fucking epiphany. It was like the skies fla- skies parted, and all I saw was a halo. And touchdown, Jesus. Ian Book. Uh. I- what? Ian Book. Ian Book. Another Ian name. Book. Ooh. It was like, I like that. the other night we're sitting there on the sh- we're doing the show Saturday night, and I'm we're sitting here talking and we and the Fitzpatrick thing came up. Yeah, bad fucking idea. And then the second part that came up, well, who's going to be the backup? It's going to be fucking Jared Stitt. And it was like, was I good. looked. I just looked. At, like, I just looked. And I saw Touchdown Jesus. And I said, fuck Ian Book's not a bad idea. No, he really isn't. No, he isn't. No. And then, then what do you think? Where is he going to be drafted? Is he going to be a late first round? No, right? Mid to late first round, yeah. Yeah, something like that. 
Now here's the now here's where that whole plan goes south. South. If Lawrence doesn't come out, I don't think yeah. that Fields is now. I don't think Fields is the number two quarterback in this draft anymore. Really? I think Kyle Trask is from from Florida. Ooh, might be right. I think Trask is too. I think Trask fits an NFL pro- program a lot better. Now that's not to say like I love Justin Fields. I think Justin Fields is a tremendous quarterback. I just think he's getting exploited not having J.K. Dobbins in the backfield. You know. Mm-hmm. Just like I think Trevor Lawrence without Travis Etienne, and this is my this is my argument against Lawrence. Everybody blows him. He's had more talent than you should fucking have as a quarterback, right? You're not going to have that. Yeah, though. you can say but, that. Yeah, like you're just not it's salary cap, whatever. Like everybody's talented in the NFL, but goddamn it, Clemson has fucking five star studs all over the fucking place, right? So without eighteen, like, and here's where it made that decision for me: the Notre Dame game. They put up forty fucking points. They put up five hundred yards of offense without him. Well, how much better can you do with them? Right? Notre Dame played that game really well. Like Notre Dame, yeah. played, that was the best fucking game Notre Dame's played in years. Book, you know what? Book may not even be a first rounder. Book may be a second rounder. You don't see Belichick taking that fucking risk? It's a risk at that point. But like I said, I think you take quarterbacks until you get the right guy. It's it, Goaltenders and quarterbacks, you draft until you find them. I'm not saying you draft a guy in the first round every fucking year, because that's dumb. But I think book in that system could work really well. See, like, I look at Book, and, you know, another team that he might go to that needs a quarterback that he would probably look good on is the Bears. Yeah, I think the Bears might be happy. See, here's the thing with the Bears. The Bears are not going to go for another college quarterback. If Ryan Pace keeps his job, Matt Nagy keeps his job, they're not bringing in another college quarterback. It's not happening. But, okay, Matt, so they, they you're going to have with, with, with Mitch, and then you brought in the veteran with Foles, a Super Bowl winning quarterback yeah, with Foles. Yeah, but, yeah, but come on, really? I, in all seriousness, I think I would like to see – I think they're going to go the free agent route. Guy like Stafford is going to be available. Yeah, I, I just think Stafford there's going to be a guy available. Well, Cam, you know, Cam will be available. Yeah, but Cam was available this year, and they didn't want him. Yeah. They they wanted they went for Nick Foles over Cam. Okay, and I don't think who has proved to be the better quarterback, Cam. Fucking Jared you know, they, they, you know, they made that that pick <laughs> because Cam wasn't healthy. You know, or at least they were afraid with the shoulder. So you can either get a question mark in Cam or a healthy 
you know, Nick Foles. And they chose the Nick Foles option. Now, listen, Nick Foles is not the answer. You know, of course it's, he's not. Uh, so maybe they should have taken that low-risk chance on Cam. You know, you could have started, you know, say all you want about Mitch. He was undefeated when they made that switch at quarterback. Which was a dumb move to make because I think he's still oh, better I, than Nick Foles. 100%. 100% stupid-ass move. But right, uh, well, they made a move. Let's look at it this way. Here's who's going to be available next year. Dak. I don't think he leaves uh, Dallas. I think he does. Philly Riv. Not. I think, I think Philly Riv, I think he'll go to coach in Alabama. Brissett. 28 ton of upside. Mediocre Mitch. Fitzpatrick, Tyrod Taylor, McCarron, Andy Dalton, Colt McCoy, Cam, Flacco, Famous Jameis, uh, Kyle Allen, if he's healthy. I, I think that I think that Stafford could be available. I think that Matt Ryan could be available. I think there are guys who could be available. Matt Ryan, you'd have Look, to trade for. And are you going to trade? And you for don't think that? Any, no, you're not going to have to trade remember, for draft capital. No. Yeah, you the, would. He he is such an yeah. albatross. Atlanta's not, yeah, but Atlanta. Atlanta's no, 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 no. Look how much money he's on their cap next year. He is so much. He's like in his, I think it's in the thirties. I think that's right. Salary cap, I think it's thirties, but real money, I think it's like twenty-seven, twenty-eight. Yeah, right. So if they can move on from him, which I think they want to do, right? Right. Like I think they'd want to move on from him. Let's mm-hmm. see, Matt Ryan next year. Who's going to be 33 next year? He's 35 already. Okay. Let's see. You know, I I look at at Matt Ryan, and, you know, a lot of the games this year hasn't been his fault. I'm not saying they're not. He still has, you know, he still has talent. You know, it, a lot of it has to do with the coaching. The, co- the coaching blew a lot of those games that, that they lost early on. Mm-hmm. You know, I think he's still a legitimate top half starting quarterback in this league. You know, he's still he can still give you, I think, a solid two years of good to elite production, especially if you keep Julio – Calvin right. Ridley continues to develop. You know, I think so offensively is not the problem for Atlanta. Here is his, here's his cap number next year. 40.9. Restructure. Mm-hmm. He ain't going to have enough to restructure him. Because if you trade him, okay, that 40 but here's, plus is Angel, kill you. But, Angel, here's the thing. This is the part of this that you have to remember. 
salary cap this year is two something. It's 170 yeah. next year. Right. Falcons are already 25 million over. Right. So your best bet and the best thing that, that you can do to help your your organization is, move is restructuring. You're going to restructure a 35 year old. You're going to restructure a 35 year year old quarterback who's still owed guaranteed money. For how long? I don't think it's going to move at all. I don't think it's a good move at all. I I I think no, he's I think no. he's gone. There's no way they're keeping him. He's 35. Why? We're not. But why would you keep him? Why why would you keep him? You got Julio. Look, they were talking about moving Julio. They're, and look, and this isn't like, oh, we're restructuring this year. Because once you restructure a guy and you owe him another $120 million, $100 million, I think they owe him like $100 million, $120 million off that stupid fucking contract they signed. Wow. Right? He's the, he's under contract until 2023 or 24. Right? 2024, yeah. You see, quarterbacks don't restructure because. Damn it! My wife found one of her Christmas presents. <gasps> That's for me. Fuck. I like it. I didn't see it. Uh-huh. So he's on the books for forty next year. Forty-one of the year after that. Thirty-six. So he's got three gotta... more years. Um, they put. They made this. I'm not telling you. She's right next to me. Well, if you it's, saw um, it. Yeah, she's, she's, oh, yeah, she's it. It's a um, so the NHL does like this really cool things with some teams that have like cool skylines. So Vegas has one where it has like a the high the skyline of the strip. Yep. Which makes it really weird when you look at like a Vegas hat and there's the Statue of Fucking Liberty. Yes. But it came out really <laughs> cool. Um. So he's owed eighty one, one hundred fourteen. He's owed 114 million. Quarterbacks that restructure, they get that 114 million. So you're going to restructure him. You're going to add years, and you're going to make it four years at 130, 120. Well, well you're telling me then he's well, worth fucking Cam? You know, he's worth fucking Dak Prescott money. You know, when you factor it in, how did it all work with, with, with Brady? Brady kept restructuring and getting his, and that's his why money the page, transferred okay. into, into his and, signing bonuses. Yeah, but that's no, why the Patriots they, are in. Yeah. But that's why the Patriots are in the salary cap hell they are right now. Yeah. Yeah, but next year it's, they're done. They're out of it. Yeah, next it's, year they're done quick, because last year it was Brady's it's, last it's, year. It's a quick hit. Previous deal. All right, it's a quick, yeah. it's a quick hit. It's not like a, a major but that was because that's the way the whole thing was structured with Brady. That was the whole, but that was because Brady took a fuck ton of money last year, and they basically right. made it like they made it a one year deal for forty million dollars or wherever the fuck it was. But that was because all of his guaranteed money was in the first year. The second year was to offset the. T- fucking million dollars he got paid so like if you really think about it like and there's dead like 
fucking goddamn it. Every time I fucking think we're going to be done talking about it, I close out the fucking thing. His dead cat money is fucking atrocious. Was it like twenty five for this year? His dead cap next year. If they got rid of him this year, it's seven. This is if they cut him. They cut him. It was seventy five this year because of the signing bonuses and all that shit. If they cut him twenty twenty one, during twenty twenty one, his dead cap is forty nine million dollars. 2022 is 26 million dead cap because his cap hits 41 million. 2023, his dead cap is 8 million. He signed a five year, $150 million deal. He got 94 million guaranteed at signing. The total guarantee of that contract is $100 million. Praise Jesus. Imagine it sucked that much. And that was coming off of the Super Bowl year. That was coming off his MVP season. And he's already had a restructured bonus. That's why his dead cap is Hmm. so high. And he's helped him out. Damn. And here, here, converted 8.75 million of his 2019 salary into a signing bonus, clearing seven million dollars of cap space. Converted 12.5 million. Converted uh, 12.5 million of 2020 salary into bonus, clearing 9.375 million of cap space. Converted 6.95 million of 2020 salary into a salary bonus, to clear five million dollars. So he's already played ball with them. At some point, you can't play ball anymore because then the number just gets to $75 million, $49 million. Like his base salary this year is a million dollars, but it's all in fucking signing bonus. At some point, <laughs> at some point, yeah. you got to fucking pay him. Like at some point... <laughs> At some point, he's just going to go, fuck you. All right. Hour in. I got to take a piss. Um, the Pat McAfee show turned me on to this band. And uh, I think you guys will like them. And thank God it's pod safe audio so we can actually play it. Here is uh, Ohio River by Year of the Buffalo. Too. 
You can find that song on their Spotify page here, the Buffalo. That was Ohio River. All right. Not bad, not bad. No, no, no. I got another one too. I got another banger from the Pat McAfee show fucking classics to play later. <laughs> I found Pod Safe Music Engine. It's glorious. Uh congratulations okay. to the New England Revolution for beating the Philadelphia Union uh in the oh, MLS yeah. Cup playoffs. Yay, go New England. Look at that. Kraft's got one yeah. fucking winner this year. Yeah. <laughs> my name right, is Angel. a suggestion. What's that? Might I make a suggestion? Sure, what's that? I want to talk about the new retro jerseys from the NHL. Dude, could you do me a favor? Could you yeah. get the fuck out of my head? I was literally going to say You just mentioned the, the, the Golden Knights uh, Yeah man like, yeah. I, I've been wanting to talk about this for Since last week Alright So Alright so here's what we do um, I, I will pull up the jerseys And we can rank them How about that Okay. Or we can go with uh, I, I honestly don't think you're going to like what I have to say about one of the teams in the foot. Okay. All right. So my range is we talked about. I'm not saying anything. Mm-hmm. I know. It's, it's, it's I will punch you out. I realize that. So. Here's the funny thing with these. So the NHL and Adidas, and we talked about it last week, but here we are again um, talking about them because, God forbid, we wouldn't. Um, right. Listen, hold on. There's some that deserve to be talked about, some uh, some winners out here. I love them. Yes. And there's some that fall short. 
Yes. And, you know, I think it deserves to be talked about. Uh, so we can go from there. I do like that sportslogos.net actually has every jersey um, with their original, the inspiration. So, like, the dipshits that don't like a certain team's jersey can go fucking yeah. pound stand on it. Um, this is the one thing that I, I will say this, Angel. I should throw in a dip before I fucking started this. Um, uh. All right. So, okay. So, there's a couple teams. So, now that I see more of it, I don't like it. Um, all right. So, but here's the thing. Like, the whole thing with it, and this is how I'm going to premise every argument I make for. Oh, God, it's worse now that I see this. Okay. I For some of the teams I don't like now, I don't like it off the aesthetic of the jersey. Okay. Can you agree with that? Okay. Yes. All right. So just off the aesthetic of the jersey for some of them that I don't like, I'm reserving full judgment until I see the entire kit. Okay. Okay. That's fair enough. Because there, cause there's one team that I really want to see what they do kit-wise. <laughs> and, well, hell, we'll talk about it when we get to them. All right, Angel. Do you want to break, do you want to break down alphabetical order? you want to start with Anaheim? Or, or you just want to go random? I would. Well, I've done it every way from fucking Sunday. We could do it whatever way you want to. Lou, what do you think? Alphabetical or? I would go division. That's how I did them on the blog when I on the yeah, Instagram the post that I did them. Um, you know, and, and like oh, I said, when I what's that? That sucks. I, I have already that. here alphabetical. All right, that Damn works it. too. That's all right. All right. Yeah. We'll do it alphabetical. Love it. Absolutely love it. Anytime you give me Wild Wing and the fucking Mighty Duck logo, fuck yeah, <laughs> let's go, baby. Why not? I love fucking I love get me a Charlie Conway and that motherfucker. <laughs> I've like, already ordered Captain C. Do, do, do you see the script on this? The, the Captain yes, C looks I do. really it's cool. It's the original Captain C. It's the original lettering that they did. That's why I love that jersey. They stayed true. So, like, this is what I'm saying. Like, when I said, oh, I really don't. That was because there was one team I saw that didn't go to the original lettering. This one, true to the original. Absolutely true to the original. I fucking love it. Give me the duck. Quack, 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 Mr. Ducksworth. Let's fucking go. And it just, I, got, I, I saw that. I need a little bit more color in that logo. You no, know, that's, how that, that's how that jersey was originally. So that that's the right, throwback to those. It. No, you, you weren't. That, that was, that was, no. See, the only thing I don't like about that jersey is I mm-hmm. wish they had gone back to the old jade. So if they went mm-hmm. to the original jersey... I would have been compl- I would have been fucking over the moon ecstatic. That jersey has to be sublimated. Let me tell you, if that if they didn't do authentics at like one price, that'd be a five hundred dollar authentic jersey. Yeah. Whew. 
that jersey be super fucking expensive. And here's the thing. That's one, fans, if you're going to buy it, spend the extra money, buy the Adidas version. Right? There's some teams. I've said this now about the Vegas gold jersey. If you're going to buy the jersey, spend the money, buy the Adidas jersey. Fanatics will not do the Vegas gold jersey justice, and it sure as shit won't do. And the the, the way they do um, Fanatics does their retro their replica jerseys, they're not going to do that jersey justice. Spend the money, get the Adidas jersey. All right, <coughs> Arizona. Uh, let me see. How did I raise them? Oh, I love that. Oh, that one's a hit for me. I like that jersey. Yeah, yeah. I love I love the desert scene on the bottom. I I, I love the Art Deco. I like uh, you know what? So yeah. let me tell you, I forgot what that jersey originally looked like. Remember, I knew I that, was one, that was one. That was one of my favorites. I you know I forgot that it was in like that hunter green, the deep hunter green. I like yeah. this one better than I like that one. I like the blue. No, it's purple. Is that purple? Purple. It's purple. Oh yeah, shit. I like it. No, yeah, I'm definitely a fan of this one. Um, yeah, it was yeah, green yeah, and black. It, it, now it's purple and orange. Yeah, I like that. And yeah, the purple axe is yeah. a nice. Here, here, this is exactly from SportsLogos.net. Another unusual alternate jersey from the '90s is revived. This time, it's the Phoenix Coyotes green desert landscape look. Complete with cacti and a gecko. Here it's been recolored from green and black to purple and orange. It works it works with the new colors. The purple acts as a night sky over the desert. That's what makes that yeah. fucking look phenomenal. Like I wish the orange was a little bit more red like a reddish orange because that's what the that's what the mountains look like in that part of the country. But other than that, dude, it's fucking phenomenal. Like that oh my god, they fucking knocked that one out of the motherfucking park. Yeah, I can't wait to see that one in action. No, that that in um, the Vegas gold jersey. I can't wait to see. I don't like Boston. I hate Boston's. No. If you no, were going no. gold, yeah. If if you were going gold, give me Wayne the Pooh. Yeah. But, they, but see, here's it, the problem with the Bruins. It, it, I'm sorry, Angel, to cut you off. This is like yeah, the shit yeah, that I get yeah. like this like literally fucking I get horny over fucking this stuff. <laughs> like oh, like how Nash Columbus used to have a great fucking jersey with great lettering. Oh my god, I love that jersey. Here's my problem with Boston. Every fucking third jersey they've done since the Winnie the Pooh has been a throwback. So you can't yeah, do another fucking throwback. Like bring back Winnie the fucking Pooh. Yeah, I want to see something that jumps out. Just like Anaheim, it jumps out. You know, excitement. Bring back Winnie the Pooh. Bring back mm-hmm. a Bruin. Yeah. You know, cha- you know, if you want to change it up a little bit, go right ahead. Have fun with this. Yeah. It, you kind of just fell for the same old bullshit. And yeah. you hit it on the head. Every, everything is a throwback. And you know what? It gets to the point, and I think we can all agree – the Bruins are not the Blackhawks in terms of that. No, logo they're changing uniforms too much. Doesn't have to, right? 
but that no, that logo it, it, does it, never look, ha- never has to be changed. There, that that logo. There's nothing wrong with the eight spoke B. There, there's nothing wrong with it. Right. The problem with it is, is like I just said, um, you know, every goddamn jersey you've ever done has had, you know, you've done throwbacks. Every fucking one. So it doesn't look good anymore. I'm kind of sick of it. Exactly. That's what I say. You know, have some fun with this. You know, these retro jerseys are supposed to be fun. Yeah. And I, I, I look at this one, and I see boring. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now, like, I, I, didn't, I don't like their, their their third jersey now with the B. Like, I get it's a throwback to oh, whenever the fuck they wore that one. But, like, go to the old Bear logo. Like, I, I just don't get it. Like, it's a throwback to 1948. Like who cares this shit? It, it it just looks like a fucking high school jersey at this point. All right, but George, Next. honestly, it looks like ba- it looks like Bayonne, doesn't it? Just, well, that's where Bayonne got the gold from. For, 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 exactly, Get, change the the gold to maroon, and then you yeah. could throw up all day long. Um, yeah, well, but, it looks like you know, it looks like something if Hudson still had a hockey team, Hudson would be wearing too. So don't go these things. Exactly, but no. you know, you got a Bruin, you got a Bear, you have so many ways you can take yeah. this Bear. Um, yeah. But let's go, to, yeah. let's go to Buffalo. I and, like and granted, it. and see, here's the thing: like you've worn gold jerseys in the past that were way cooler than yeah. this one. So, yeah. you know, all right, a hundred percent. You know, uh, Buffalo. Don't like it. I didn't like it in 2000 I, when they wore it. Uh-huh. I don't like it. I don't. That that one's a miss for me. You've had. Buffalo, again, has had so many cool uniforms. Why not go back to the fucking Dominic Hoshik days? To go to that jersey that really wasn't well-liked when it was first out. You know, like, that was the third jersey back then. And nobody liked it then. So, why would you have done that? You should have went to, I, I honestly... I probably would have went to Dominic Hoshik jersey and done that in this color scheme. Yeah, which not in this color scheme would have looked nice, but I just – they didn't wear that jersey much, and there was a reason why they didn't wear that jersey much. Nobody liked it. I honestly – I like it. You know, the the Sabres are strong. Um, I like the color profile on it. I, oh, I, I think, look, I think they should have done that jersey saying, in blue. I'm not saying it's a winner. The blue would be No, for me, it was a, for me, it was a could be great if they just done a couple other things. If they had went blue on that jersey, then it would have looked good because it was originally yeah. a red jersey. But I, other than that, you know, I'm sure Sabres fans are not going to want to see that jersey. Yeah. Calgary. I'll let you go first. I I love this one. I I always have. I've actually. It's no different than one of, It's no different than yeah, the original it, one. I, and I've actually skated with with this uh, style. So it's really nothing in terms of originality on this. No. 
like uh, no cool tweaks. Like you said, it's None. something that that's been done before. They actually not, made it's, it it's worse. A cool looking jersey. Yeah, it's a cool looking jersey. It's always have been, but there's been no major change on it. But I like it. Yeah. But it's in that middle of the road because they've done nothing to enhance it. Yeah, you know, now that I see it, like, I forgot that was when they started wearing, like, those cool fucking letters, like the cool C and the cool A on the front with the flames yeah. in it. Um, you know, now looking at the jerseys side by side, I had it originally as a hit. I'm going to make it. It could have been great. Like, to me, you did nothing but make the bottom of the jersey all black. Like, if you were going to do anything, you could have went red on top. I, I just... Now looking at the jerseys back like together, I just don't like it anymore. I don't like it as much as I did a week ago. Yeah, I just, mm. just a week. Yeah, because I didn't even I, because legitimately, Lou, I've now seen them like sports logos put like next to each other that I didn't have last week when we did this. Um, yeah, I just I don't I don't like it. Yeah. It's boring now. Now it's just a boring fucking. Now it's just it's, it's just boring. I don't know how you really feel? Is it boring? Here, look look at it this way. Sports logos. This is what this is what their website does, right? They could have gone back to the Atlanta Flames or that old podium jersey of the mid '90s. Instead, they're bringing back Blasty. The Flaming Horse logo first appeared as an alternate jersey before becoming the Cubs' first full-time road. Uniform around the turn of a century. The reverse logo, reverse retro jersey is largely the same design as what the club originally wore, but they've eliminated a lot of the red on the sleeves and waist. Shoulder logo is now also white instead of red. An upgrade. So they really didn't do anything to that jersey. Yeah, not much. Mm -hmm. Carolina. Hate it. They brought back the whale. Hate it. Because they already brought back the whale, and I didn't like it when they brought back the whale the first time. I don't like it. Is that like a light bluish color on it? Like a kind of gray? It's a blue-gray, yeah. I don't like it. They could have done so much with the Canes jerseys and gone the Canes jersey in the whale colors, and that's cool. I liked how the NFL said, oh, you want to move to Baltimore? Well, leave the fucking leave the brown shit there. You're gonna hit. Let me get. Can can you guess where this is going? How far away is the yeah. other team that did the same fucking thing? Guess what my argument there is gonna be. Just saying. Just you can explain it when we get there. I just I I tell stuff should be left with the whale and Hartford. If you find a jersey in the yeah. whale colors, fuck it. Go. That misses for me. Yeah, you, really, you really could have done, yeah, the, the hurricane. Yeah. It misses for colors. me because, yeah, it was cut those colors. There's a college football team that damn near used those colors already. Look how good shit looks. Blackhawks. I've seen this jersey already. I actually have something to say about this. I actually have something to say about this jersey. Go for it. 
it's it's like they put that jersey out and the devil said, Nah, we'll pass. And the black hook's like, Fuck it, we'll take it. <laughs> tell me that the, tell me the shoulders and the sleeve on that jersey don't look like if you had done the retro jer like the Christmas tree jerseys in the Brodeur colors. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Throw a devil. Dude, seriously, Angel, take that that Blackhawks jersey. Throw a fucking Devils logo on there, right? Switch the colors. Do a red circle and a black end. Tell me how fucking great that jersey would look like. That would be on point. You know. Tell me that wouldn't know. look fucking stupendous. Tell me that wouldn't look good as a Devils third jersey. No, that that would look hot. That would look. Thank you, Chicago. You've had yes. like I, I look but, at it this way with the Blackhawks too. You haven't changed a damn thing. Like you have really to. haven't. Yeah, you've never changed that, anything, that. and you don't have to. So to me, like if the Blackhawks have worn like that four, like a fourteen, what they did in fourteen with the Stadium Series or something, but they've worn yeah. these jerseys before. They just it's the same fucking jersey you've done 9,000 times. It's just – you just yeah, fucking no took the stripes off the middle. Yeah, there's yeah. no originality there. Like, fuck. I wish they had gone back to, like, had just done, like, the black and white like they did in, like, the 20s and 30s. Or the 10 yeah. that they had in, like, 35. Like, they could have done so much different with that, but they've fucking worn this jersey already. Like, they've worn this whole fucking look already. All right, keep it moving. Colorado. Fuck them. Again. Really? I like what – see, this is what Carolina should have done, but I don't like going back to the fucking – I don't like the the – once again, keep the fucking Nordique jerseys where they belong. For them, did, did you notice how, yeah. how they incorporated not only the, the their colors. logo, but they, they incorporated their colors both into it. logos, both. They, yeah. they have both the Nordiques old, old uh, major color and the Avalanche's major color. I think. Well, they, yeah, they, they they've awesome. always had it, that it, as their, they, but they've always had that as their major color. Now, what I would have liked to have seen them do. Was that Joe Sackick their jersey, the the Ranger looking one? Oh yeah, with the Colorado down the front. Done that oh, in yeah. the blue. That would have looked sweet. Again, I yeah, just that... don't fucking like it. Leave the Nordique logo where the fuck it belongs. Yeah. Leave the Nordique like jersey where the fuck it belongs. You want me to say it again? No. Right. But I like it. Leave the Nordique jersey where it fucking belongs. I, I think this is a nice blend. I, I'm not going to put this up. They I, shouldn't I, be. I, no. I, again, Angel, that's, that, I'm, I'm old school like that. The whale should stay there. The North Star logo should stay there. The fucking Nordique jersey should stay there. Hell, they could have. They could have done. They could have taken the Colorado Rocky jersey and worn that. They've already taken the fucking logo. 
and used it, why didn't you do it on their fucking colors? <laughs> oh, wait, they've already done that. That's their third jersey now. Been there, Fuck them. Yeah, they, they do it. They, they steal everybody else's shit. Fuck them. I, I just don't like it. I don't like the fucking C on the fucking shoulder either. No, I, I do. I like that. I don't like to see on the jersey. I like the fucking. I like the fucking footprint. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Give me the fucking footprint. Col- Columbus. That's the jersey I was talking about that I fucking absolutely loved. Oh wait, couldn't. Never mind. They couldn't do the blue jersey because they've already fucking done that too. You got no goddamn sense of fucking originality in Columbus. I liked that jersey. I liked it when it was the original jersey for Columbus. It had really cool lettering and and cool numbers. I, I like it. They've they've could have done more too. Not to say that they didn't, but they've could have done more. Like they had a I, their, I their their cool third jersey would have looked fucking badass with that. Like that cool third yeah, jersey they had in the Rick Nash years. But yeah. Okay. Like, I, I love the two-tone look on it. You know, the half-red, Yeah, I like the stars white. on the sleeve. Yeah, I like the stars on the sleeve. Yeah. Uh, I, I think that that's a really sweet... Uh, I'm going to put that at the top of my list right now, you know, from what we've seen. Mm-hmm. You know, underneath uh, Anaheim and Arizona, in that third spot, I'd put that right now. Yeah. Mm. But it, it's a really sweet-looking jersey. Um, yeah. Logo looks nice, of course. Red, white, and blue—you can't beat that. And then we get to Dallas. Could have done so much uh, more. They could yeah, have done so much more. They weren't in, in the time that they've been in. In the twenty-seven some odd years they've been in Dallas, they've changed their uniforms eleven times. They've had 11 different uniforms. Combos. They could have done so much more with those. Yeah, I, I, I don't like how they kind of like ghosted you know, their, their logo. I do here. like how they ghosted it because it kind of goes in with what they're doing now. I mean, granted, thank God they didn't go to the fucking black and lime green. Yeah. But no, I, I have no problem with those. I really like those. No. I like those back when they were their primaries. Like I But but you know, like for me, <clears throat> if you're watching a team, you wanna see you wanna see that jersey the especially the logo pop. You know, yeah, you're gonna like... have the big star here. I, that's that's cool, but if your logo has other things in it, you want that to kinda of stand out as well. Mm-hmm. Not that it's too busy. But I, I think walking around in this would be better than actually playing in this. Yeah. I mean, I, here's what I like about it. It's a new take on an old jersey. They didn't they didn't try too hard. They they kept the new jersey in there with what they're doing now. And I like that. I mean, thank God it's not that highlighter green shit that they fucking have. The black and highlighter green I, crap that they wear. I like the highlighter green. Oh my god! You do. Oh. <laughs> One of my favorite football right, jerseys I, is uh, is the Seahawks because I love. Oh my that god, that was fucking terrible. Uh, 
Please back. I love That's just it. terrible. That's terrible. Oh. All right, moving on. <laughs> How was it going to split? Uh, all right, yeah, Angel, take care, buddy. Or That's right. Simple, Looks like a practice you know, jersey. Yeah. It's nondescript. Well, the Red Wings have never been descript. It's what they've worn for years. You know, you'd almost have to go back to like the Detroit Cougars and have some Cougars have something different. Um, yeah, I just don't. It, it the Silver's a nod to the Centennial Classic jersey the team wore in 2017. The team is officially throwing it back to 1998. It just looks like a fucking practice jersey to me. It makes no sense. Unfortunately, it, it just, you know, I agree with you. Yeah. You know, it, it really it, – it's They could have done more. They could have done black or something. They could have done something. But that's what happens when you only have two primary colors and they're red and white. Like, there's not much you can you do. Know, you could have even uh, that stripe, uh, that wrap around the, the, the elbows there, you could have made that like a red or a black. Just to bring something up. Something else. Well, that's what it. they wear now. Like, if you know what they right. wear now, then. So it's a practice jersey. It, it's all it looks like. It's terrible. Mission not accomplished. Uh, Edmonton. Good enough answer. So you don't you don't like it? Fuck no. It's all right. Nope. Nope. Hey, you know, what, what, Angel, what was it? You, you want to see something and that blends new and old, something that pays. Angel, they've yeah. done that jersey ninety-seven fucking times. There's no difference. Ways. No. Yeah, who gives a shit? It's like they fucking. It's like somebody forgot to put the. They put the wrong sleeves on the fucking home jersey now. Like that's all it looks like. It's <laughs> fucking terrible. It's like they went to like those jerseys, like the Gretzky jerseys. And they're like, well, what are we going to do? Ah, fuck it. We'll just... No. No. Sorry. Florida. Um... <laughs> Jesus, I think I myself a fucking headache <laughs> from doing that. Holy shit. That's such a head rush. <laughs> My wife is like pissing her pants behind me too, laughing. Um, you know, you know, here's the funny thing: you I, need to... I'm legit. I'm like legitimately like doing this, looking at these, and then looking at NHLuniforms.com just to see like what they fucking did. I feel like the Panthers have worn this jersey before, <laughs> and they did almost. It's terrible. Like it, it's dang, it did nothing. It, and that's like nothing. Common is that here. just how bad they're? Think about it. That's how bad their regular jerseys are. That this is a fucking improvement. You know, I, I think a lot of teams need to kind of like hire proper people in their merchandising department. You know, to help uh, the uniform people, you know, companies come up with actually good ideas. Well, like here's the thing, though, like for the cats. For, for Florida You are in the league Again like Dallas 
27 years, you know, you've had 10 different sets of uniforms. What fucking changes? Like, what have they really changed there? Nothing. Just their new jerseys are fucking hideous with the fucking shield on it. Like, that's how bad their home jerseys are now, that these are an improvement. Yeah, These should be their primary uniforms. I've always liked that Panther logo. They they, got to look at it. Yeah, like the Panther logo has always been cool. Like I love the Flying Panther. Like I don't think I've ever bought it. Like I've never buy the jersey, but I've always loved that uniform. Like I've always loved that patch. It's just I, fuck I they gotta go to those. I, yeah, I had a Beezer. Like it, it, so, it, it goes back yeah. to the years they were good, when they were good. You know, looking at this makes Here. me wish that they that this is a primary because this really is. You know, it's a nice jersey. Here, this is it. You want to hear what sports logos done that says? Okay, go go for it. The Panthers' original uniform set, I feel, is one of the most underrated throughout the NHL. So it's nice to see the team back, bringing that back, even though even if it's in the wrong colors. Florida's opting to use their modern color scheme of navy blue, red, gold on their '90s set, which is close and still looks good, but the gold doesn't quite have the same punch as that bright yellow the team originally wore. I agree with that. Yeah, but it's no different. It, it, fuck, it's still the same. But I would like to see this one come back. I do agree with you. Get rid of the shield. Put this. Yeah, on that shield it. looks fucking stupid. Like, it, know, like who the, the fuck look. owns them? A soccer team? You know, it'd be great if they had this, and on the sleeves in the top corner there, put the rat. They had that patch. Oh, that yeah. Patch. Put, That's a good idea. Or an the ode to the there. rat, like, or like have like the panther with the rat in its mouth. Ooh, yeah, that would look cool. But you probably have a lot of people in PETA crying. Oh fuck! You can't that. kill a rat. Hmm, it's not publicly. Uh, it's not PC, baby. Um, the LA Kings. Love it. Yeah, man. I, I think I. I think they. I think they did one of the best jobs of it. I'd actually want to see that jersey in white too, because I want to see if they would do like the same thing like the Kings did back then, where their colors, like where their all their numbers were the same color. <sighs> but no, I like them. Wow. No, I, I think they're definitely very sharp. Yeah, no, they very are. They, purple and gold, you can't go wrong with it. It's, you know, especially in those the Gretzky era jerseys, they they look tremendous. I mean, they're so fucking sweet. Yeah, like, it, there's something about, like, that patch being on that jersey and that color scheme. Yeah. You know, it's, it All looks right. right that they, they didn't have to go crazy with it. No. Uh, and you didn't, have to fuck, you didn't have to fuck it up. You really didn't. No, no. Like, like, they've worn so many fucking jerseys. Like, they did those. They had the worst of those sublimated retro jerseys. I've I've liked how I didn't like how they got rid of the purple. I thought the purple always looked cool, especially after they went to it after Gretzky left. Um, with the black and purple because it makes both eras of you know of Kings hockey. Um, I was a huge fan of so the Gretzky yeah. style jersey, you know, and the Marcel Dion style jersey. 
great. I love that one. Um, mm-hmm. I love the black and purple. Mm-hmm. And I I really do love the way this. And I I agree with you. The last one that they did, the sublimated, was horrible. So it's great yeah, to it's see a, them the, back on track. Yeah. And bring some good style with this. Mm-hmm. Minnesota. What I wish Colorado would have done with, or what Colorado, no, what I wish Carolina would have done with theirs. I like the North Star jersey. I like the North Star coloring. I like the fact that they went to their, you know, um, their fonts. Roots. Yeah, it, I think it looks great. Like I think they did. They did a tremendous job on it because when you really start to think about it, like if it wasn't for, you know, the powers that be in Minnesota not trying to keep the North Stars harder, the North Stars are still there. Um, But, like, you know, the Wild, the Wild pay tribute to the North Stars. And, you know, this isn't like, like if Dallas had done this, I'd be pissed. The fact that Minnesota did it, I love it. I look at the colors here, and mm-hmm. don't yell at me. Like I like the way the setup is, but for some reason I look at this and I think pea soup, and I want to puke. I'm not gonna I yell at you. I, yeah, I, I see it. I, I I like the way it's set up, but the colors for me, it's just not working. And I hate to say, say or make it sound like that, I, but it just makes me want to. All right, so here, so I, here's I like the it. one thing I wish. Here's the one thing I wish they had for me. Towards the end of the North Star run, they did incorporate black into their uniforms. I kind of wish they had incorporated a little black, especially into the logo. So, like, that's the one thing I have with that jersey is that I wish it did have a little bit of black in it because you know the end of the North Stars run even when they wore the you know the full on green there was some black in there so like from 81 to 93 there was black in their jerseys especially in their white jerseys yeah I just think like if you look at the North Star jerseys from 81 um, to eighty-one, they put it on the black on the white jersey, on their home jerseys, and then, um, you know, from eighty-eight to ninety-one, there was black on their greens, and then, obviously, they went to the black and green that you know, that that Mike Madonna famously wore. Yeah. Yeah. Now, like, you know, other than the fact that they were moving to Texas, like. There was no they, – they basically changed it to the stars and did all that stuff because they didn't want to have to, like, redo stuff when they went to Dallas. And they, they had so many uh, – you know, if there was a place to go to do a total reboot, Texas is a great place to go. There's so many things that you can do. They didn't have to keep – yeah, a lot of yeah. stars. So. They could have changed they it from, have the, done, the, yeah. from the stars. And they should have done yeah, it. By now, they should have done yeah. it. Well, see, that's the difference between the NHL. Like, once again, like what I said about the NFL with with the um, Cleveland Browns. The NHL should be like, no, you're leaving that shit there. Like, that's somebody else's stuff. It's not yours. But, I, well, I mean, see, I'm not going to. But that's such a rarity. That, that, that's such a rarity that happens because 
everywhere else they, they you know uh, Houston, no, 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 no. They, they didn't. They, they didn't used have to. Leave to they did a total change. Um, no, they did. They did. With Winnipeg, they did. Like you know, it just was good. It was just good practice if you were buying the team to move it, because you knew what would happen. So you kind of just did it out of respect. <laughs> You know, and that, and that was like one of the things that Dr. McMullen did. Like, he's moving to New Jersey. Oh, we can't name him the fucking, you know. The <laughs> Rockies. Name him the, the Rockies when I move him to New Jersey. I mean, you know. I mean, the Rockers would have been cool, but not the Rockies. Right. Well, right. The Rockers were, were, was a uh, rollerblade. The roller hockey there. Yeah, the roller hockey yeah. team. <laughs> the rock and rollers. Um, but, Went on right home. But, like, you look at. Look at what happened with uh, in the NBA when uh, Charlotte moved to New Orleans. Yeah. And then, you know, Charlotte brought a team in called the Bobcats while the Hornets were playing in New Orleans. And then, what, Jordan – did Jordan buy the rights for the Hornets back? Or I'm pretty sure he, he did. Take, you know, I think you really should – if you're going to move the team, then I think you should look to change the name. Um, yeah. But then again, if we didn't uh, have that, the Lakers would be not be called the Lakers. There would be something different, and it's kind of cool. And they have no lakes. Yeah. <laughs> mm. They got no lakes. Mm-hmm. Um, Montreal. Love it. I've always thought that was something cool that they could. Yeah, I have nothing wrong with that. Like, I think that's always something they could have done with those jerseys, just as a third. You know, like, that – Hunter celebration that they did they kind of danced around this you know they had the the white jersey with the blue across it I really like that I they're the the Habs jersey is so it's just so iconic. Yeah. yeah 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 you know you don't have to change yeah, I'm no, you don't no and I just think they, I, I just think it I think it looks. I think it. I think it pops. I think it looks fresh. You know, they had to yeah. do it in the road jersey because if they did it in the home jersey, I'd be calling it a fucking practice jersey. You mean Detroit? Yeah, pretty much. I'd be calling it a practice jersey. Yeah, I'll tell you right now. I really, I think it looks sharp the way it is. Uh, mm. And one thing, you're not changing anything with the logo. It's you know, it's just all about color yeah. scheme, and it just really looks nice. It. Mm-hmm. Um, you got the proper definition with the collar onto the jersey itself. Yeah. You know, it, it's it's a really sharp looking jersey. And then we get to Nashville. Mm. <sighs> uh, Nashville. So can I tell you what I have them graded as? Go ahead. What the fuck were you thinking? That's all. Moving on. I don't think you, you, you kind of caught my feeling about hold, this. Hold on. Can I say it again? Nashville. Hold on. Can I say it? Oh, great. Another fucking gold Nashville jersey. Next. Was this hot like 20 years ago? That jersey was hot you know, 20 years ago. The funny thing is, you and I, three months ago, or two months ago, we mm. talked about the baseball jerseys, and we talked about how much we loved Milwaukee. 
same yeah. kind of colors here, and I think I'm done with it. Because it's, oh, look, another gold jersey for them. I, here's what I think is going to happen. Nashville, to me, is not going to wear anything but gold. going to one goddamn color jersey. They'll have the whites just in case they ever need the whites, but they're going to have one motherfucking jersey. Mustard. Whatever the fuck they're going to do, it's just going to be one goddamn color jersey. Moving on. New Jersey. Speaking about New Jersey, New Jersey. I will let you go first. I will let you go first. Okay, so speaking as a non-New Jersey lover here, I love the seasons, and you know what? Anything that can bring Christmas back into my life and make me feel happy again... I think I'm okay with. Um, the one thing that I would say, once again, this kind of nitpicking, I would love to see the collar in the green. Oh, so you got the green anymore. to the red. Um, yeah. The sleeves are nondescript, so you know, put a goddamn tree on it. <laughs> put a goddamn tree. It's Christmas. Yeah, I, I like it, but I think you know they—they they really, if any team needs a reboot, I think this is a team that needs that reboot. They gotta, you know, they, they gotta kind of change their, you know, lose the longer there. So let's get a third jersey and let's get something fun. Mm-hmm. But overall, I like it. But let's, uh, you know, th- this is a team that can do so much more because they, they really do have a great nickname as much mm-hmm. as I don't like the team. Mm-hmm. They have a great nickname. I think they have great colors, mm-hmm. black and red. You know, you have so much ammunition to do great, but they just kind of fall flat on the face at times. Yeah. Like that NJ would look great on the top of the sleeve with maybe like the you know the uh, the devil logo from the devil's den. Mm-hmm. You know, let that be the main logo and have the NJ the way it is up on the shoulders. Actually, that, that would look nice. And then you can kind of reverse the Christmas tree, make the top green, put that logo on the top, on the top of the shoulder, and then you make the base red with uh, the actual devil's logo or a mm. new logo in the middle. Mm-hmm. My turn? Your turn. Oh, look, another Christmas tree jersey. But it's Christmas time, dude. It, it, it's 2020. We yeah. need to be happy about something. Okay. Here's my problem with this whole thing. One, 
you've had three third jerseys in the history of the franchise. You've worn Christmas tree jerseys. At some point, you've been around for 38 years now. You've changed uniforms (coughs) twice. Yeah. You've done nothing. And I understood, Lou... I mean, God damn it! You wore the fucking red and black. You wore the Brodeur jerseys for twenty-five fucking years, twenty-six seasons. The only change you did on the new ones was you made them look like fucking roller hockey jerseys. They look There's like no create. Yeah. They, they do. They look like some you would order for your fucking youth kid team, and. Yeah. This Listen, originally was a predominantly a... urban ur- urban market. If you get mm-hmm. this right, you'll be able to cross pollinate so into different you know, Yes. Yes. If you, I mean, you did, can go all over the place. If you did the that jersey but put black on it, it would look cool. But even saying that even when you went to the black, you didn't deviate much from this jersey. Like, they just need a complete overhaul of their uniforms. This is the one thing I will say about this jersey. Remember how when we first started this almost an hour ago, <laughs> I said, I'm reserving judgment until I see the full kit. Right. If they wear green pants and green helmets with this because they're so fucking cheap they don't want to order new fucking helmets or new pant new pants. Put a goddamn star in their fucking head, they're gonna look like fucking Christmas trees on the ice. Now, <laughs> if you go to a red pant and you keep the red helmet with those red sock and green socks, I think it could look great. But Red gloves. Yeah, keep the red gloves. Okay, keep the keep the ones you would wear if you were wearing the greens, the the red and greens now, right? Right. But you got to get the fucking pants right. Hell, I'm of the opinion that they should make their primary pants now have a red and white fucking stripe down the pant side because those green pants were the shit. Yeah. Yeah, you know, they they really those pants the way they used to look were fucking awesome. Yep. And I hate the team. Yep. Like I always <laughs> my entire life growing up wanted a pair of those pants. I never knew where to get them. Ed K moved into Bayonne Pro Shop right around like 91-92. I remember I just got a new pair of pants and my mom wasn't having it. I wanted those pants so much. I mowed lawns. I did everything. They were 120 bucks because you could only get the pro level pants at that time. They were 120 bucks. The season started, and I didn't even know the Devils changed their uniforms. I went into the store and I said, "Hey, can I get a pair of the Devils pants?" They gave me these black ones. I said, "What the fuck are those?" He's like, "These are their pants. They took out. They got rid of the green. It's all red and black now." 
I oh. damn near cried leaving that store. All right. Say the team's name. That's frustrating. Hold on. Now for the WTF moment of the day. Go ahead. The Islanders. Say. I'm going to say this. Lou. 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 Next. I got nothing else to say but Lou. I want the fish back. I do too. But I, I'm not saying anything more because it's Lou and Lou and Lou's. Lou doesn't want to participate in all this shit. He's like Belichick. Be like, what do I have to do? Fuck you. Next. Did I have more time, spend time on? No, they, they, yeah. The Rangers. Practice jerseys. You know, they, they missed out. Because you know, like I, I yep. talked about the collars well, with a lot of them. This mm-hmm. is another. This is one of them that you put a nice bright collar on this one. You know, do the original nice collar on here. Do the original collar that we're on those jerseys. Yeah. Or if you want to change them up a little bit, maybe you go with the style of the Devils in terms of you know that, that top shoulder area. Maybe you go all right over there, and then you slow it down. Um, mm-hmm. This this is a miss, and and I love the liberty. Absolute miss. You know, well, you I knew know, why they did that. Uh, why? I know exactly why they did it. Well, because I know why they got rid of the liberty originally. Because everybody liked the liberty, and they were pissed they couldn't get anything with a shield on it, and they had to order that stuff like directly from CCM, and it pissed them off. So they're like, "Fuck it, we're getting rid of it." when the reboot deal started, but that's that Jersey on an authentic Jersey, that logo on an authentic Jersey sucks. It's too fucking big. The bottom of the, the underneath the Y fucking scratches your dick. The top crown scratches the fuck out of your chin. It sucks as a Jersey. I had a and problem heavy with my too. with this one. Yeah. It's just my too heavy of a Jersey. Tape. Yeah. I can't believe I'm talking about Chaffage on the radio there. Yeah, I just don't like that jersey. This is a mess. They they they, they could have yeah. done something better on this one. Mm-hmm. Um, and keep the theme of practice jerseys, Ottawa. I like that they went back to the original jersey. I think it's kind of cool. Um, but it has yeah, feel, it looks. It, it just has looks feel the devil. Nah. And not the new devil. You know, not not the Christmas tree, but it has that feel of a practice jersey of their of the devil's actual jersey. You know, it looks like the Red Wings in a different color. Yeah, here's the one thing I do like about that though. This could just the center if like the NHL does this like every year and they just start swapping or they do this every couple of years. This could slide in right for the centers as a as an alternate jersey, like right away, and I think it looks great. Like I I, I think there's I think they I'm not gonna say they knocked it out of the park, but with the fact that they changed uniforms this year as it is, and kind of went back to those old original ones, I I don't think they're terrible. They're better than them fucking red wave jerseys that they used to have. Well, that's not 
saying much. Yeah, Ottawa's tried too hard. Like you got great colors, you got a cool logo. At some point, you got to not fuck this up. Yeah, it's like you can almost fall into a winner with it with this style mm-hmm. in terms of their logo because they, they really do have yeah. a sweet logo. Yeah. Um, and you know, if you want to get like cartoonish with it a little bit, like it has that feel that you can make it. You know, you can get aggressive with it. You know what I mean? You know, I yeah. I I still think you can screw that up if you tried. I think, and I know they like well, kind of did try, but. They definitely um, tried. It's really hard to, to right. It's really hard to mess that up. And now we go to Philadelphia. They better wear Cooperalls because those jerseys are. Look, I get what they're going with, but they're fucking up. Like nobody liked those jerseys when they wore them. Now you just switch the black and white on the stripes. It's fucking terrible. It's another bad jersey. Like, like legitimately, when I broke down every division, the 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 Metro division was the easiest one because there's so many bad ones. Like the West was tough or the Pacific was tough because there was a lot of great jerseys there. The Atlantic was fucking easy because it was tough because there's a lot of shitty ones there. Like, but you know, Philly's logo is is such where, eh, you know, it never really, they've never changed it. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, it feels it, like it, they've it, done it, every they've done every incarnation of that jersey that they possibly could. Yeah, they they're, like they're they really not, have. They their need of a reboot and their need of a modernization. Mm-hmm. I think start with the logo, like keep the colors. The colors are fine. You know, yeah. Not many teams, actually, no teams have your exact colors. Um, so and there's no copycats out there. Right. So, you know, stay with your colors, but get yourself a rebrand with, with the Philly logo. Mm-hmm. But really, what yeah. was the flyer? You know? Yeah. Uh, Pittsburgh. I think they missed an opportunity to go back to the baby blue. The baby blue with the Pittsburgh coming down would look cool. Yeah, I thought they missed. Yeah, this this definitely would have been a nice kind of. Um, you could have had fun with this one too. Yeah. You know, so many so many different things you could do with the penguin, with uh, you know, obviously with the with the town name coming down. Um. Yeah, definitely the colors. You know, the baby blues would look awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just think they missed I, – I thought they missed the chance to, to go back to that. I mean, yeah, it's just – is Iceberg back on the – is Robo Penguin on the on the sleeve? I can't oh, see Oh, no. Him. It's been replaced here with the triangle-free version of the Penn's modern logo. Oh, no. Yeah, it makes that worse. Moving on. San Jose. I love it. Are you? I don't. I'm sorry, I do. Another team, 10 logo, 10 different uniforms, and 
30 years. I don't. I, I don't. They, I just. They, they've done nothing. They've done nothing different. It's just that. It's just different coloring. That's all it is to me. And I didn't like the jerseys yeah. when Owen Nolan wore them. Really? And it was an alternate, like too. No. St. Louis. I like that jersey. I like, the, I like the style of jersey, but they are the blues. And there's no blue. There's hardly any blue in that fucking jersey. They're another team that has had a lot of different uniform styles. You know, I don't know what they do different. If you would have, if you're looking at the jersey right now, you got, and I'm gonna take it from the bottom up. I'm cool with that blue on the bottom. Mm-hmm. Then you got the solid. Uh, gold stripe going across. Mm-hmm. I would love to see the lines up above it be blue. The numbers, let that be blue with the yellow with the gold outline. Well, here's the thing. And, they brought that jersey back this year. So they're already right. wearing that jersey. So what they were trying to do is they just, I, I mean, it's a cost-keeping thing. Like, keep all the same lettering you would use on those blue jerseys. I I don't have a huge problem with it. I like that jersey. I got nothing else with that. I got nothing else. I like the neck, though. I'll say that. Yeah. But that's the same one that, you know, I got the Gretzky and the trump And they put the trumpet logo back on the sleeve, on the shoulder, so I'm okay with that. Yeah. Stanley Cup champions, Tampa Bay. I really wish they had gone to their first third jersey. With the stormy seas, the rain, the lightning bolts down the arms. This is a miss. That's a complete miss. I feel like I've seen this. Yeah, out of it. Yeah, but like so I feel they like that can that can get a miss. It's them. Yeah, like I like their third jersey now with the the black and gray. Like I think that's cool. But other than that, yeah, I, I'm I'm okay. I'm moving on. Toronto practice jersey. Yeah, I can't say much about it. It it, it really is a practice jersey. Like, legitimately, here's what they did. They combined the jersey from the 70s with the 1967 logo because they think they're going to win, and they added silver to it. <laughs> I got nothing else. No. Yeah, that, 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 this is a miss. You know, I'm sorry. You have this beautiful – you have a beautiful logo, beautiful colors. You have great colors. With. Yeah. And this is what you come up with. Yeah. And so this was a total miss, a total 
Yeah, listen, let's just call it what it is. It's the Toronto Maple Leafs. Moving on. Yep. Hmm? Vancouver. I didn't like those jerseys when they first were out. I don't like them now. I wish they had gone back like to them. the flying skate on it. I like I just them. don't like it. Yeah, I was always a fan of... Uh, the Canuck here over, you know, the whale. I was always a fan of it. Um, I like, I love the colors. It's I'm not just saying, like, you've list, done it, and, and all not, you did was, all you did was take your old throwback or your old third jersey and put this year's the new colors on it. Like to me, to me, if you'd put the flying skate on it, or the V, or the V neck. I thought that would have been cool too, but no, it's just the V. Yeah, no. Or if yeah, they had gone to their original they... third jersey, I thought it would have been cool too. But yeah, it just misses. I put it a little bit above a miss. Like I said, I like it. It's not in my top, but it's definitely something where. I wouldn't throw it out of bed. Mm-hmm. Speaking about the bed, Vegas. I have one thing to say about that. When I saw mm-hmm. this, oh, here you go. I'll just, I'll just do this. Bill Foley got the homework assignment. And went home and put every waking hour of every waking day (laughs) into it. He didn't cram the night before the test. He did it. They He didn't mail it in. He did not mail this one in. He rocked this. What Vegas was able to do with taking inspiration from hockey in Vegas with the Las Vegas Thunder of the IHL with the with with the um the Wranglers and the colors and then going to what I thought was a great idea and which again this is what I think New Jersey should have done that secondary shoulder patch logo that Vegas has on their jerseys everybody loves and yeah when they originally had put out their third jersey this year was a lot of people pissed off that they didn't go to red you know because it's Las Vegas and and red is you know, you look outside of town, there's the Red Rocks. Um, going to the Red there and putting the the, the the Nevada Star and the Sabres as a shield. Oh, my God, dude. Fucking sign me up for one of those. This goes into my top here. This goes right with this Arizona, is my top. Arizona and Anaheim. My my three favorites right now are those three teams, with Vegas, mm-hmm. Anaheim, and Arizona. And Vegas right now, and you know, listen, they're the cool kids on the block. They're the new kids, so they got stuff to play with because mm-hmm. they're the original ones. Because this is their original retro jersey, right? So they yeah. got a lot of stuff to play with, and they didn't mail it in. And no, you and, hit it right in the head. It, they did their homework. The fact that they, this they brought, is, yeah, yeah. They, they it's your fourth year in the. Yeah, it's your fourth year in the league. Uh, 
you know, you don't have a retro jersey to call back on. So what do you do? Wait, there were hockey teams here before us. The reason why a lot of these people in, in, in the desert like hockey was because of the Thunder and, and the Wranglers. And they went with the Thunder's jersey and they went with the Wranglers colors. I think they even put a Wranglers logo on one of the shoulders. Um, I think came out I think it worked out great. Yeah, they definitely hit a home run on this one. That this is definitely when you talk about reimagining or if you talk about uh you know, trying to blend old with new, this is what you want to do. And mm-hmm. totally cool. Totally like fashionable. Like you, you can wear this. You don't even have to go watch hockey to wear this. This See, is here's a really the cool. Looking... These jerseys don't go on sale until December first, right? Uh, I think so. Okay. Vegas, when they brought out the gold jerseys, they had lines at the Arsenal. They had lines at the the uh, Armory. And their stores around the valley, out the door, in a global pandemic, for people who were hurting for jobs to buy the gold. They sold out of those things, like Lickety Split. They're going to sell out of these even faster. Yeah. No doubt. Um, mm-hmm. Great job. Yeah. Washington. The one thing I don't like about that jersey is the capitals on the bottom. Because there's a reason they took that off of those jerseys. Um, but I, 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 in that color, in their new color scheme, I think that jersey pops. Yeah, I agree with you. The one thing I would take out is the capitals. But, yeah. The C's, the C's perfect. Uh, I love the logo. Colors are mm-hmm. nice. It's definitely possible. Maybe you, instead of having capitals on it, you should put stars on there. Instead of putting stars on, on the logo, put stars on, on that stripe if that's what you wanted. Yeah, you can definitely change yeah. it up a little bit. But no, I but thought they knocked it out of the park. Stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a good one. And the last one, Winnipeg. They also did um, return the U.S. Capitol Dome shoulder, shoulder patch logo to this jersey. Okay. I, I don't like it. I fought I long and hard over that one. Yeah, the color's nice, but I just don't like it. It's not reverse of yeah, anything. A... Like, now I'm not a big fan of the logo itself. Um, for me, like the colors work because it's a different color. You know, th- those colors. You know, you don't have it on every team. Um, it's darker than Vegas. It works. It's darker than Vegas is gray. That's the only difference. Right. But the, like the, the gray with the blue trim, yeah, I like that. Um, 
for me, I'm having a hard time with the logo itself. See, I like the logo because yeah. I like the logo when they wore it back in the day. Um, I just don't like it. It's just there's something about that jersey I just don't like. All right, so there's our review. So I got my big winners at Vegas, um, Washington, Arizona, and Anaheim in no particular order. Those are my big. Those are my big faves. Yeah, mine are Anaheim, Vegas. Here, I actually have a long list of um, my favorites. Uh, Montreal, Anaheim, Vegas. Montreal, Anaheim, Vegas, L.A. Arizona. That's my top five. My duds, it's Boston, um, Nashville, Detroit, yeah, Anaheim, Philadelphia. Those are my biggest duds. Yeah, mine are Edmonton, New Jersey. Toronto, Boston, Islanders, Detroit, Philly, and Nashville. Everybody For else. For me, it was easy. Everybody else is middle of the road. Yeah. You know, they, you know, they really got to do something to capture, you know, today's people. You know, they got to get capture the market. Um, Here's the thing, though. Do you think this is a good year to be doing this? Global pandemic going on, people hurting. Yeah, to me, it was just toned. To me, it's more toned up of the NHL than anything else. Yet you're asking people to buy another, like in Vegas's case, like. People bought the gold jersey. Now, you know, those people are going to buy the red jersey. And, you know, so I, I mean, I'm not going to say it, but, you know, I'm working. <laughs> you know, so. You know, I just think it's, I think it's a little tone deaf to be doing that now. Yeah, but, you know, other teams are going to do it as well. Uh, you know, other leagues, yeah, you're going to see it in, uh, Oh, I'm not saying I'm not saying it's not. I'm just saying it's tone deaf. It's it's not what I would have done. It's just something I wouldn't have done this year, or I would have waited. I would have done it like mid season next year. Like I would have held off on these until. You know, we were coming out of the woods on this. People were starting to be able to go to games again. And then here you go. Like, if you had an all-star break, this would have been, like, the perfect thing to bring out at the all-star break. But they wanted to get it out for the Christmas season. I completely get that. They go on sale December 1st on NHL shop, or shop.nhl.com. Widespread will be November or December 6th, they'll be more readily available, like to your team favorite team store. Again, there's some of those that I like the Devils. I like there's some teams like the Devils. I want to see what they do pants like whole kit wise on those. 
No, I definitely uh, <coughs> definitely hear that. Um, mm-hmm. I'm trying to see trying to see here because I, I think I know the Toronto Raptors. I think we're coming out with a New Jersey. I'm trying to figure out who else. Ottawa went to New Jersey's this year. I don't think many teams decided to change it. I know some teams have like put out their third jerseys. Like here's what I would have done with the Rangers. I would have went with like one of those um stadium series jerseys. Yeah. And like one of those heritage ones, like the ones they brought out for the 85th anniversary. I would have done those with the Statue of Liberty. I thought that would have been cooler. Um, when I went to, to the stadium series, uh, when they played the Devils in Yankee Stadium, Frozier that I thought was a cool-looking jersey. And then you can right. replace uh, the New York with the Liberty. Yeah. And that would have looked right. nice. Um, all right. I got to brew a cup of tea because I've talked for way too long and need a drink. Uh, here's later specials. Don't leave me lonely. It's a late night special. Don't leave me lonely. You can find that on there. SoundCloud support. All right, Angel. We talked a lot about college football earlier in the show when we talked about Rutgers. Alabama 1, Notre Dame 2, Clemson 3, Ohio State 4. Notre Dame and Clemson will figure that out themselves because they'll play each other again. Notre Dame and I almost lost in that game. Probably false four. Um, what do you? Think? Well, if they lose, I think they're they're out of the top five, out of the top four. I think. Depends um, on what the depends on how the game. Goes. You know, if they play that game and Lawrence goes off and Clemson wins big, I oh, think they're, they're out. out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but. If it's a close game, yeah, I still see them possibly falling out of the top four. You know, in that five position, maybe. I I think, again, I think it all depends on, like, I think Ohio State's right where they should be. You know, they haven't been impressive. They haven't played anybody. 
but like you right. know, they're not impressive. Um, Alabama had the Iron Bowl this week. You never know what happens there. Like, let's say this: if I if Alabama loses, does Clemson jump Notre Dame into one? Let's say all three team, all three, all four teams win this week. Or two through four win, win this week. Alabama loses. Does Clemson jump Notre Dame to go back in the one? They can't. Uh, they can't. <laughs> this is yeah. this, this is what happens when you have basically Olympic gymnastic judging. Yeah. Okay. So let, let's look at this logically, and I know they don't look at it logically. This is why shit happens the way it happens a lot of times, but. It's very hard for me to be reasonable what, to say that if two teams have the same record or one team's undefeated and one team has one loss and the team that has one loss lost to the undefeated team, yet leapfrog that undefeated team. Well, look. Yeah, it's I, very hard for me to, to justify it. Even if they had the same record – Let's say if they are both one loss, you know, you have to give and yeah, you, you as almost voter, have to. You, you have to, you have to go the fact that well, you beat him, so you should be above him. Yeah, this is my problem with this whole thing, though. Ohio State has played what five games, four games, five games. About yeah, four, four five. So they're there, but that's the, because they. I mean they two when they haven't even played a game yet. So, you know, I honestly thought it was going to be Alabama, Notre Dame, Ohio State, Clemson. Clemson is getting odd because of Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence is now back. Um, Hopefully they play this week. Hopefully COVID doesn't knock him out. But, like, I can almost say that Clemson wins this week. They they leapfrog Notre Dame because they people think they're the number one team. If all if Alabama loses, if Alabama loses, this is a fucking mute point. It's not even worth talking about. We'll be talking about next week about how fucking wrong I was. But um, if Alabama were to lose to Auburn, which I know is happening, but fucking stranger things happen in the Iron Bowl. Exactly. They would then, I think, I don't think they want to put Notre Dame at one. I, I just don't think, because look, if they move Notre Dame to one, then Clemson would be two. Ohio State would be three. Then who do you put in at four? Because Alabama would probably fall out of the top five or the top four. Right, so yeah, I'm trying to figure out who, who they like. And, who B- and BYU there. can fucking eat a bag of. Tired of hearing how fucking great BYU is. They play fucking nobody. Kids can't get fucking played. <laughs> Seven, they're not fucking jumping in. Northwestern not jumping, in. but Northwestern does have a chance at the end of the year if they stay, if they go to the Big Ten championship game, they play Ohio State and they fucking sort it out. I mean, BYU at 14 is fucking ridiculous. 
Miami at 10 is ridiculous. Georgia at 9 is ridiculous. Like, to me, I, I don't see Texas A&M sneaking in, even if they're in the Big 12. It, it's just one of those years where – I could see Florida leapfrogging them into the top. If Alabama loses, I could see Florida in number four. You know, this is the perfect storm for one of those whack teams. And when I say the perfect storm, it it's really because the major power teams, they really haven't played dick. And they really – Yeah, but they play they better play, schedules than they do, do normally. I mean, like, Notre Dame's not playing Toledo. Right, right, right. But what I'm saying is, like, you know, the other teams, like the Ohio States of the world, like, they're not, they're not going to have yeah. a full slate of teams. So – no. The They're gonna be lucky. Of, uh, right, you know, less games, less practices. Um, I think it's gonna hurt the these bigger teams. And like I said, it's a perfect storm for a whack team, meaning like BYU can get ten games in, and if BYU goes ten and zero, and they look yeah, but who did they, they play? But, but here's but the thing with the BYU: they, who did they, they play to get to ten and zero? I, I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, but is it be, but this but is is those, Ohio State's fault that the Big Ten, you know, had a hard on this year? I mean, look, no, here, this is not. BYU. All right, this is BYU's games that got them to nine and zero. Navy, Troy, Louisiana Tech, UT, UT, San Antonio, Houston, Texas State. Western Kentucky, Boise State, North Alabama. Come on, dude! North Fucking, Alabama, tough team, man. Let me let me tell you, if <laughs> Rutgers played that schedule, Rutgers being the top ten. <laughs> I just think, like I said, I just think that this is one of those years where I think some could some have been one of those might, years. You're right. It and that's what I'm saying. Let's not. Uh, I don't think they belong in there. However, you don't know how people are going to think at the end of the year here. Um, so it's one of those chances. It's, like I said, it's a perfect storm for one of these whack teams to get – like if Boise State was Boise State of a couple of years ago and they had you know, they had this happen, mm-hmm. they could have been you – know, they, they would be in the national championship game. Because weren't they in the – they were in the Fiesta Bowl, weren't they, or the Sugar? Yeah, they were. They, I mean, they weren't playing. They were in a New Year's Six game. Right. So they could have been, you know, if that team was transported here, you might be talking about them as national champions. Not that it's going to happen. Yeah, I'm just right. saying, like, that, that, that's, how, that's how the weird thing is going to be with this. So yeah. um, of all the years for this to happen, this is what this is the year that the WAC wants this to happen. Um, and it's still not helping them. No, no, it's not. No, you know, and like but nobody I, from I the Pac-12 balloon. I am very curious to see how uh, this whole, you know, lack of games being played is going to help or hurt certain teams. Like, well, think about you're right. Think about this: teams are getting the name recognition without even playing anybody. Yeah. Well, think about it this way too: if Notre Dame plays Clemson last year, beats Clemson last year. We're not even talking about Notre Dame not being in it, but because Notre Dame's playing an ACC schedule this year and they have, 
and they have the ability to play for the ACC championship. Now you're talking about the fact that like, oh, here's Notre Dame that gets the big win against Clemson. And uh, well, you know, they may be out and granted it's why Notre Dame does what they do. It's why Notre Dame has stayed independent football wise, because why playing the whole entire setting work to your advantage? Do you change the idea? Oh, I've been thinking about that all year. You know, ever since I heard that they were going to the ACC and yeah. seeing it play out right now. Um, it's brute. It's torture for Notre Dame fans. It's torture. This is torture for Notre Dame fans because you won the big game. You prove that you could win the big game. And now it's like, oh, fuck, we got to win another one. Like Notre Dame to win the national championship has to win four big games. But if they were playing the ACC schedule going forward, they don't have to do that. They're not doing that. But they're not going to do that because next year they're going to go back to not playing in the ACC. Like for the for all their other sports to get into the ACC, Notre Dame had a, has to play four big four ACC schools, I think. Which is what like has taken some like the normal games that would be on their um, schedule off. Right. You know, you like you don't have USC. Well, not this year. Yeah, that's next off. year they'll be right. back on there. Like, and this is the thing with college football schedules. They schedule games so far in advance, like, you already know Notre Dame's schedule next year. First week of the year, they play Florida State. And Florida State's not Florida State anymore. Well, this is what you have to weigh as an independent school. You know, do you want to be affiliated or, you know, you have to weigh these options. And But if you're Notre Dame, why you would know, you? Their advantage of being independent. You know, they're, they're not going to get the extra game, the, the title game. They don't need the and extra you, game. If, if no. you want to compete for a national championship, I, I think you do need it. Well, because here's the thing. That, with, that's the, but see, like, that's look, the here, one chance. You know, that's the one but, chance like, you're going to get to avenge a loss. Yes. That's but the here's the other thing. All right, but if Notre Dame had be, but if this was like next, if this was last year, right, if this was like a normal year, I don't know mm-hmm. if Notre Dame has Clemson on the schedule. But if Notre Dame's undefeated and ranked in the top 10, they're going to the college football playoff. It, it's just the way the rules are. So why would you change like here? Here's their schedule next year. At Florida State, home to Toledo, home to Purdue, home to Wisconsin at Soldier Field, home to Cincinnati at Virginia Tech, home to USC, home to North Carolina, home to Navy, at Virginia, home to Georgia Tech, at Stanford. Twenty twenty two 
Notre Dame has a fucking series that year. Ohio yeah, State. Yeah, Clemson. That's 2022. And they wow. play Ohio State in Columbus the first week of the year. So right off the bat. Mm-hmm. And then, they're home, then they have, yeah, you know, but they have to play four ACC games, and those rotate. Like, you can pull up Notre Dame's schedule until, like, 2037, which is kind of scary. 2037, Notre Dame plays Miami, <laughs> just in case you cared. But, you know, and they play Navy every Woo-hoo! year. Like, the, like, this is the first year they, they aren't playing Navy. Because they have to play Navy every year. Twenty twenty four, they're going to Kyle Field to play Texas A and M in College Station. That'd be a cool game to go to. I think twenty twenty five, they have another name. Well, it depends yep. if COVID's here or not. Yeah, well, <laughs> it'll be over by then. It'll be over then. Yeah, I kind of can't wait because I'm kind of making plans to go out to see them play Toledo next year because the Cubs are home the day before. Nice. Mm-hmm. So make it like a good weekend. Um, we hit that. That's kind of funny. It's kind of funny how in last week's show schedule I had when will Michigan fire Harbaugh. It's kind of funny how that worked out. Um you mean the next head coach of the Jets? You keep saying it. You're the only one that thinks that. Dude. You know what? I Are you ready? Feel. If he goes to the Jets, are you ready to listen to Jet fans? Say how good they're going to be? I'm telling you. This is going to happen. This is my Christmas wish for this year. <laughs> and I'm not a Jet fan. I just want it. I, I want this to happen. I want the shit show to start. Um, baseball Hall of Fame balloting came out last week. Who's in? Okay, so do you want to know who I would put in, or do you, do you want to know who I think is going to go in? Because for me, I if you have, if I had a ballot, there's three definite names I'd put on it right now. Mm-hmm. There's there's about three that are iffy and the rest and the rest are no. The three in for me is Billy Wagner, Bonds and Clemens. You know, my iffies hmm. which you know, I could vote for at maybe, maybe not. Uh, <clears throat> hold on, I'll tell you right now. But those are my three definites. Billy Wagner, Bonds and Clemens. Uh, I just had it here too. Where the hell are you? So, all right. So here, I don't know about. There we go. All right. So my three on the fence would be Scott Rowland. He'll get in, but he won't get in. He won't get. He'll take him some time. 
See, like, um, here's the here's I, the I, part I, of this. To me, this year, it's Schilling, Clemens, Bonds in. No doubt. Right? When you go into future eligibles, this is where those guys will get in. 2022's eligibles are Carl Crawford not getting in. Prince Fielder nope. not getting in. Nope. Ryan Howard not getting in. Tim nope. Lincecum's a maybe. No. Nope. Nathan? No. Big Poppy? <coughs> That's your one definite. Papelbon? No. Jake Peavy? No. AJ Przinski? No. Alexander Emmanuel Rodriguez? No. In. Definitely in. No. Jimmy Rollins. Not next year. Not next year. That's here's cool. a, uh, Jimmy Rollins. Well, here's the way I look at it. I'd make those guys are all eligible for one more year, right? Clemens and Bonds. They're not going to put them in with Jeter. Yeah. I'd put them in the next year. I'd put all four of them in together and sell syringes that, with fucking drinks in it. Jimmy <laughs> Rollins and Mark Teixeira. Mark Teixeira is not getting in. No, Jimmy Rollins. Right, that's twenty. Yeah, I can make a good case no. for him because he's a shortstop and he was a, a very good shortstop. But he's not going. Yeah, he's not a first ballot Hall of Famer. Twenty twenty three. He's that. He's definitely somebody who I got to think about for, and I would vote for him if he needs the vote to stay on the ballot. I would mm-hmm. vote for him. Not that I. Would oh, I would think. I don't think he's ever going to have to worry about that. All um, right, twenty twenty three. Carlos Beltran. Okay. Yes. He's not going to get in right away. Well, I, I, I'm not going to – when I say yes or no, it's not – Oh, uh, is he a Hall of Famer in, or not? I, I'm just going to leave it at that. And Whether it's his first year or his tenth year, you know, do yeah, I believe he okay. gets in at some point? That's how I'll kind of leave it. Uh, so, Beltran, I say yes. Matt Cain. He was a damn good pitcher, but no. Andre Ethier. No. John Lackey? No. Mike Napoli? Johnny Peralta? Hell no. Francisco Rodriguez? Oof, K-Rod, huh? Nope. Houston Street, Jared Weaver, Jason Worth? No, no, no. So this is where those guys could start to get in because you have three legitimately, you have two years where eh, there's a bunch of iffy guys. So that's where like Omar Vizquel will get in. But see, I don't, I don't believe Gell is a hall of famer. I don't think so either, but you know, like here, here's the way I look at it. And I think we've had this conversation before. I don't understand why baseball cares about how many votes you get to get in. Are you a first ballot Hall of Famer or not? Are you a Hall of Famer? Yes. You know, like, and, and to me, it's, I don't care that Ken Griffey Jr. wasn't a unanimous Hall of Famer, and he was a five-time better baseball player than Derek Cheater. Did he get in? Yeah. First ballot? Yep. That's all you should worry about. 
not how many votes he got, how much percentage of the vote he got. In fact, fuck you. you know, That's it, the problem but, with this. You know, I, I, I don't, I don't go crazy over the percentage, but you know, it's the cool thing is, is baseball is all about numbers and, you know, it's always great to talk about the numbers and sometimes, especially with finding out who voted for whom, I think mm-hmm. is where the fun and the debate is awesome in because you yeah. can honestly say what fucking retard did not vote for King Griffey Jr. Oh, here's and the thing. What was their what was their reasoning for not voting for King Griffey Jr.? What was the your Cincinnati reasoning for not voting for no, for Nolan Ryan? What was your reason for not voting for Cal Ripken Jr.? You know, there should have been. Cal Ripken Jr. I, I See, I, I can make a I can make an argument for Cal Ripken Jr. For not being the I can make it. Yeah. I'm waiting. Oh, I I I didn't think you actually wanted me to say it. He was a stat header at the end of his career. He was never the best player at his position. Those teams were terrible. He he just he was a fan favorite, yes. He did all that stuff, yes. But when he went to Little League and said, I want you to change the name of Little League to Cal Ripken, fuck him. That's still not to change me. I'm not saying that he look. He's yeah. a hall of is he a hall of famer? Yeah, I mean you you get the Iron Man streak, you belong in the Hall of Fame. That doesn't make you. That doesn't mean like that you have to be a first ballot Hall of Famer. Was he a great hitter? I, I, I guess. Remember, you have to take. You know, you also have to take the error into context. No, when, I don't take Cal the error into context. I take him. Oh, well, if all, you take him against every other shortstop, yes, then he's a whole. He's a definite first ballot Hall of Famer because right. he changed the position. What, in that exactly. respect, he changed the position, and for that, he's a trailblazer. For that, he belongs as a first ballot Hall of Famer. It's just like Lawrence Taylor changed the off the outside linebacker position. Um. Like, I think Julian Edelman's a Hall of Famer. Ah. Hmm. Huh. Three Super Bowls, a Super Bowl MVP. You know, guy was a dynamic kick returner. Yeah, I mean, Julian Edelman, to me, is a Hall of Famer. Threw a touchdown pass in a playoff game. He's a Hall of Famer. He's never going to get in, but he's a Hall of Famer. Because the possession receiver is important to football. Wes Welker could have been a Hall of Famer if he had the longevity because he changed the game. How many teams then started looking for possession receivers? Guys that would go over the middle and take a beating, that weren't speed guys on the outside, that weren't burners, that weren't Calvin Johnson, weren't Randy Moss. (coughs) 
last time I checked, third and five, third and five, and you catch six. That keeps the chains moving. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think, you know, and I, I've seen all the stats. I, I believe what you're saying. I'm not trying to dispro- uh, disprove uh, what you're yeah. saying. However, I will just say that Edelman Hall of Fame, for me, is tough to swallow. Uh, I don't see it yet. That doesn't mean I won't see it later. Uh, I noticed that. I've seen the stats. I've seen... Yeah, I'm amazed at some of the stats that I've seen there, but it's like almost like the eye test. You know, like, do you believe he's a Hall of Famer? And then, you know, he has moments like the Super Bowl where, where he makes that incredible catch. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you think they win the Do you think they beat the Eagles if he's playing? No. You know, it, it wasn't offense that was the problem that game. It was the defense that was the problem that game. See, that's where we differ. You know what? You know, with listen, Edelman, they trying. win that. With Edelman, they win that Super Bowl. Dude, they still put up. How many points did they put up? Like thirty, twenty-eight, somewhere around there. Some I forget. Yeah, but he, what I'm he, saying, he yeah, but touch, when Br- he scored four but touchdowns. When, you know, your, but when, defense yeah, but how many? Let you down. But how many drives did the Patriots get stopped on? Right where they, you know, how? Here's the thing that people forget about that game. How many kicks did fucking Goskowski miss in that game? Yeah, that probably so, was kicking on like fourth and three. But once again, you know, it's if Goskowski makes those kicks, they win the Super Bowl. It's a moot point, right? It's a moot. See that? No, that's, I that's, know. That's the better conversation there. You know, if but, Edelman plays... But the thing is... But here's the thing, though. If Edelman plays, are they... The kicks that Goskowski... And do they get a first down? If Julian Edelman... Do you think that Brady catches it? Having know. a quarterback I, I, for and not Danny Emmons. You know, like I said, for me, I have to say um, it wasn't an offensive problem. You know, it was defense and it was the kicker. You know, they still put up tons of points. So we can always look back in hindsight and say, hey, it would have been great to have Edelman. Maybe he could have made those kicks shorter. Yeah. You know, maybe he could have taken another minute off the clock to prevent the comeback. But honestly, it's like, I don't know. You know, it, it fell down to two main areas, the defense and the kicking. So offense is not an issue. So that's why I would say that if he did play, I'm not going to put a huge mm-hmm. amount of stock into it because, like I said, it – it wasn't the offense that was a problem. So, um, no. Um, I want to give some prayers out right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ryan Finley, uh, he's going to be starting against the Giants this week. Uh, hopefully he doesn't get his leg broken. 
uh, Giants are, Jeez. you know, hurt, hurting quarterbacks lately, and I just hope he's okay. Wait, who's who are the Giants playing this week? <laughs> Cincinnati. Joe Burrow's up for you. I didn't realize yeah. they played Cincinnati this week. Yeah, so my prayers go out to him. You know that he doesn't That's get hurt. Up. <laughs> Why? I fucked up. Listen, it. That's so. I don't want. Up. I don't want to see another person's leg get broken. Okay, it's very traumatic to me. You know, I broke my oh leg my twice. That's <laughs> so, so I don't want to go fucked there. up. Why? Oh my god! I can't believe you said that. <laughs> uh, here I am thinking like you're going to send out like T's and P's to that cowboy strength and conditioning coach that's in the hospital right now. And you're like, ah, I hope that Ryan Finley don't break his fucking leg against the Giants. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> By the way, what? I... that whole thing with the, the Cowboys um, strength and conditioning coach today is exactly why you have to get shit right and not first. Because they had that motherfucker dead and buried. All right, that was the show for the week. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Give us a five-star rating on iTunes or Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Helps us out. Ainge, good show. Peace and love to Ryan Finley. Yeah, peace and love, peace and love, peace and love. Bye, everybody. All right, bud. Bye. All right, take care.